This podcast is a product of the Hyper RPG Podcasting Network. Visit hyperrabbitpowergo.com to learn more. Hey everybody, <laughs> welcome to the Pencil of Parsec series finale wrap up. Thank you so much for so much for tuning in uh, for one final hurrah with the PNP crew. Uh, we were doing a Q&A with all of you guys, so if you have any questions, feel free to throw them in the chat. I have pulled questions from Reddit. You, I, unfortunately, I won't be able to read everyone's questions, uh, so don't get mad if I don't read your question. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we can still talk on I'm Reddit and stuff Reddit like that. Here's the thing, we're on social media, so whatever we don't answer tonight will answer yeah. Yeah. in some form or another. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. This time yeah. next week, we're going to need more validation. So. Exactly. <laughs> question tonight. Please uh, tweet it at us a week from now. I'm going to be at a bar. Oh, I'm going to be real sad. So I'm going to need to... But, well, guys, tonight, uh, also, if you want to contribute to Hyper as well, yeah. um, you can yes. uh, donate uh, $25 to have your voice uh, text-to-speech pushed through, where we can oh, hear yeah. your positive feedback or things that you love about the show or any questions you may have. We'll just push right through, and we'll just get to that immediately. Also, don't forget to tip with hashtag light or dark to represent your side. We'll still have the color-changing effect <laughs> in everything. Yeah. But let's jump into it. We're going to spend the first hour have our boy Cameron oh, here. Oh, 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 the first hour is just all fiddler words. <laughs> it's all fiddler questions. But first off, guys, I just kind of want to ask everybody: this, how is everyone feeling right after the finale? How has how your week been? I cried a lot. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I think I. It's funny in in the moment that the finale was happening. I think that. There's, there was no way that I was gonna feel like this is amazing. This is perfect. Uh, I was, I was not uh, necessarily uh, super stoked on the ending in the moment that it was happening. But like the further removed I've gotten from it, and the more I've kind of thought about the possibilities, and I, I posted about this in Reddit as well, where it was like I basically I felt like. As I thought about it more, I saw how, while this was a satisfying ending, this story could continue. Because I think that I was sort of in the minority of feeling like when we found out that the show was ending, I went, well, yeah, logically that makes sense. I feel like we've gotten to a good conclusion. Like, there's a, there's a logical conclusion in sight. Mm-hmm. Which wasn't to say that there wasn't more story to tell, but I certainly saw it from the perspective of oh, well, if there is more story, there's going to have to be a time jump or something because we're about to finish this artifact quest and once that's done, then, like, it's a new storyline. Which is, like, really awesome and actually kind of a good, like, leeway into our first question for you guys. Like, Emma did respond with, like, what did you guys think, though? What what were your reactions in the moment when you found out that twist <laughs> of the, with the artifacts again? That was, that was pretty, pretty <laughs> wild. I know I was back there. I was like, oh, shit! Like, this is going crazy! But what did you guys think? Like right at the right at the end, uh, yeah. Like what, like the reveal, uh, you know, at the end there where uh, we, we knew that we were using this artifact. We were kind of being played the whole time. And, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Thank yeah. God, them all. You guys didn't blow up the a big super weapon and yeah. kind of ended with just uh, yeah. That yeah. feels parting of the ways. Very appropriate for Star Wars. Um, well, for our Star Wars. For our, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, see, for me, the thing that I took away from the finale was that I really liked that it wasn't finite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that it was as open-ended as Bert made it out to be, and the fact that we had all those epilogues that still left breadcrumbs for all of us, save for 
Rest his soul, Berg. Um, <laughs> it's okay, he's got three children now. Very, very happy because I had the opposite reaction to Emma when we found out we were canceled, and I was just like, I wanted to show depression for like a week and a half because I still have a lot more story to tell. So, I, my favorite thing about the finale is the fact that, in many ways, it's not the finale. Mm-hmm. It is, but it isn't. Yeah, and um, I think it was more satisfying than um, like one last like. Droid battle, like dice rolling droid battle, would have yeah, been sure. neat, I guess. But I don't think it would have been like as satisfying. Um, maybe if we'd had like another hour and there was time to like we beat the guy and then we ran with the things and then in in typical. Yeah, nobody's buying that. <laughs> Your pants are wet for some reason. Because Keith's here. Because Keith's here. So I feel a little yeah. For the record, Cameron writes just pissed his pants because Keith showed up. That's so weird. Oh my god, that's so weird. I was bringing a chair from over there and I was like, oh, who's here? And then you showed up. Hi. Do we have folks here? I saw you in chat. Yeah, there's people watching the finale, right? I was watching the finale. I need to ask. I need to know. Because I haven't seen you since. Like, what did you think of the reveal at the end? Uh, what was your take on the finale? Wait a minute. I have to make sure that I got to the end. <laughs> I got pretty darn close. The show. Did I get to the end? Very late. It is. So, a, yeah, it is on very the, late. Uh, artifacts Wait, the artifacts and that we weren't. Oh yeah, but gonna, I saw the end. But here's. I, I was super into it. At the very end, I was doing this thing though. Where I was, because I'm watching it on my phone, literally in bed, and I'm listening to mostly I'm listening. So, what was the final reveal on the artifacts? What was the actual reveal? Oh shit! <laughs> I mean, basically, because basically, like I, I, I think that for me, approaching getting the artifacts, it was like okay. Well, I knew that they, I, based on the interactions that we'd had in the final temple, I was like, oh okay, that you bring all these artifacts together and you bring back Revan. But I was, I was sort of thinking well, that I knew that part. I was that. thinking like a more of like a record of Lotus War situation though at the end of the first OVA when like you have to like sacrifice the light. Like I thought that one of the chosen ones had to be like sacrificed and Revan would inhabit their body. Like this is just me like extrapolating from other works of fiction that I enjoy. Um, you guys are just talking about C seven bringing back. His master type of thing. Is that what you're talking about? That's what it was supposed to be? They remember? had two separate revenues. Yeah. Totally separate purposes. Completely separate Yes, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought there was something at the end that you were like walking off into the sunset and there was like a thing that I was no. like, well, what the hell was that? <laughs> no, no, it was and then you, it basically it was sort with, of anti walking off into the yeah. sunset. Right, right, and then right, Unicron yeah. arrived in order. <laughs> Was Tracheles? Um, no, but what is that? Yeah, but basically, the—I mean—it was sort of the revelation of it's not like oh, we bring these artifacts together and we know how to revive Revenant happens right away. They were like, we're gonna go away for thirty years and see what happens. Right, and you were just the 
that you weren't the chosen ones no, having to anything to do with it except for the fact that you were chosen to get yeah. them and you fulfilled that prophecy. Yeah. 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 I basically caught like the last hour, which the chat room will tell you because I was like, what's going on? <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. Where am I? Am I dead? Herg's dead. What the hell is going on? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So there's some stuff happened. That, yeah. was, in, that yeah. was insane. Yeah. Now oh, you made it out. Though. Did you talk, was this your plan for the yeah, whole time? Did you know this? this. Uh, a decent amount of time. Look, it comes down to two factors. One is like dice rolls, and the other is time. Right. So, uh, from a time perspective, the joke I think still stands. Mm -hmm. It takes these guys an hour to get out of a bar. Am I right? So there's Depends a how cool like, bar. Oh, if we can like complete this first battle in a certain period of time, we can't. Uh, which we couldn't. Yeah. Uh, then it's like, well, this is the finale. If we can get through it and there's enough time to have like more of a, okay, you guys can have a boss fight. Sure. The super, you know, boss fight, we could do it. But we were out of time and at that point I'm like, no. So I knew that was the back corner of like, this is probably what's gonna happen. And for me, it's like the whole point of it isn't, and this is gonna suck to hear you guys be told you're chosen and special this entire show to then end on yeah. you're not chosen or special. Here's the thing, from IOS, because I was in IOS head the whole time, sure. I was just like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Everybody tells me I'm. She just. She didn't care the whole time. So when the grandmaster said, "Oh, guess, guess what? You're not special," I was just like, "I don't lie. That's all I care about." Yeah, sure. That's all I care about. That's totally. That's what the vibe was at the end. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I, I guess I think from Kilara's perspective, it wasn't that she thought that she was special because of this title of the chosen one. Like mm -hmm. she's. She's very anti sort of tradition and prophecy and like, you know, she was the first person to be like, Aaron, uh, your visions are stupid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not real. It's just a vision. Um, uh, but <laughs> but uh, I do think that, you know, for her, what was more frustrating was like not getting to be uh, not getting to be the hero and like complete sure. the task that yeah. she had set out to do. And if I can. Yeah. One of the original ideas going into Pinky at the beginning was to not actually have it go for mm -hmm. this long uh, with this uh, set of characters. My original idea was going to be we set one more or less season mm -hmm. in uh, the classic era. Right. Then we go back in time to oh, Kotor. Dang. And you guys no. kind of having known that to be able to you know, your ancestors were these yeah. people. Oh, you would we actually played be, those characters. No, oh. you would be playing different characters Trying now. To stop seeing, them? Oh. Just seeing, you okay. know, they'd be there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the third season would be going 30 years in the future. Everyone knows I do not like the sequels, but it'd be rewriting <laughs> that, and then it'd be like, okay, now the offspring or new characters or whoever, yeah. of whatever of those two, would now be dealing in a world where you've seen kind of the setup from the classic era, KOTOR, and then now like Final Generation. And that would be the, the th kind of the three parts, but like in a different thing. Yeah. But then after we started watching, you know, this season, I was like, we're sticking out with these guys, this is it. And like, if we, that's kind of like Blue Sky's yeah. th thinking at the beginning. But in my head, this has always been. And you of, left it open too, which I think is really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And yeah. like what Bert said at the end of the whole show is that, you know, these characters, they live on. And, you know, like through you guys, like you take these characters, take their, yeah. you know, their, these stories and I, create, keep adding on to it. I think that's super, super cool. Right? Yeah. But. For, for as not finite as the ending was, though, I do think that it was satisfying. You know what I mean? Like, there was sure. a conclusion. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like... It ended. Yeah. It ended. Yeah. There's... Oh, hello. What they aren't telling you, Keith, is Clef rode off into the sunset, opened a repair shop, and married his op gun. Hashtag <laughs> 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 
Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mary. No, that's Clev. 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 That was Clev. You know, right turn, Clev. Everybody knows Clev. Clev and I, we're tight. So while we're on the topic of finales and stuff, I did want to ask you guys, I know, you know, we we did leave it open-ended and stuff, but there were any were there any threads or stories that you guys wanted to see? So many. Is there anything, like, top priority that you wanted to see, like, super done? Get, get a chance to go see or experience. There's so much because in general, especially throughout season three, since I, by that point, I started to pick up on the incredible detail work that Bert would do. I could already see him laying down the traps for a season four and a season five and so on and so yeah. forth. So I want to know what those stories are about. I still have no idea who ordered the attack on the Corvica mm-hmm. stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. Oh, and there's still so yeah. many other questions sure. I have in my own personal backstory that. I want to find out. Sure. Yeah. Um, plus, we never got to go to Showtron. Never went to Showtron. I, um, I appreciate that you started uh, making that the meta game like a lot. Yeah. Which was yeah. which was very because I I think um, well especially once it, it was like hey this is the last season I was like okay we're not going to get to that and that's fine um, but I, I appreciated you making a lot of that stuff. Uh, sure. Meta game. We snuck a lot of it into. Conversations. Into conversations and sure. missed visions and yeah. more stuff mm-hmm. with Revan. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I'm assuming there's a question at some point about were you ever going to roll different characters or things like that. I will save it then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, we never got to any of the Showtron stuff, but um, uh, I thought the the wedding the wedding vision was was Can you was props. Explain how it was. Yeah. So this is this is super. Yeah. Hello, family. Wanted to pop in and say how much I love and respect each and every one of you. Thank you. Getting to know you all through Kim has been a great joy. But oh. watching you all give so much and grow such Jesus. much as performers yeah. has been an honor. Much love. Oh, thanks oh, so much, man. Thank you. I, is that, I, I love getting to know you. Is that like the Siri boys? The Siri boys. That's our Siri boys. That's our Siri, but that's that's just a... That's the Ojimbo. You guys think that's just a Ojimbo? Top the Ojimbo? It is so rapey. Yeah. That voice is super... It's not the voice, it's the tone of the voice. Would you not talk about Jim's husband like that? Is that his voice? That is, yeah. That's his voice. Why does he sound so rapey? Oh well, he can have a rapey mode. Great to see everyone together for this last hurrah. Thanks to all of you for this amazing show that oh, helped me through some tough times and led me to hyper rebounds per game. What's next for each of you? No matter what it is, the force will be with you. Always. Always. Thank Hashtag what? Naked uniform deer. That's super nice. Oh, naked uniform deer. That's awesome. But I think to, to answer your question, Matt, uh, I, I feel like I was in an interesting position of, uh, I felt very, very, very satisfied with Kilara's journey. I feel like she was a very different person at Mm -hmm. the beginning from who she ended up being. And she was somebody that took all of her experiences in stride and grew and changed because of it. And of course I also was, you know, very much at the center of this artifact quest thing because it, you know, the the people that like were trying to bring back Revan were historically Mandalorian, and I thought it was really interesting and clever the way that not was, knowing that she was going to play a Mandalorian character. Yeah, right? not not knowing. I didn't know you didn't know that. That's amazing. Um, but I I thought it was it was fascinating the way that like because for me it's like I'm I'm such a like new canon junkie. 
and so I love all the stuff with the Mandalorians in um, Clone Wars and in Rebels. And Bert's like such a Legends guy. So it was fun to see like the two sort of being incorporated with each other in a way that I actually feel is very true to what they do with New Canon in terms of pulling stuff from Legends and yep. incorporating it into the canon. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for, for me, I, I was very, very satisfied with my journey. I, I think that, you know, the, there's some family storylines for her that I would still like to explore more about, you know, especially her mother's family who were more traditionally Mandalorian and were, in, in case chat didn't pick up on it, the ones that were actually descended from the woman who was part of the the like original revenant. Mm -hmm. uh, so like Favidal was a, like great, 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 great grandmother of Kilara's on her mom's side, not on her dad's side. Um, so I, I would have liked to see more of that. And then also uh, just a little more with some of the people from her old crew, the Red Star Raiders. And and just a oh, little like... explore, exploring the relationships, not so much between her and those characters. I feel right. like that was done pretty well, but just in terms of those characters' relationships with each other. And Justin T77 on Reddit says uh, he wants to know like, if after the, the vision with Io and Aaron's oh. wedding, um, I'll answer this, I'll say this at the end. I have said this before online, but I truly believe it. This is the best piece of Star Wars fiction hmm. since the original trilogy. Ooh. Thank you all of hours of amazing moments. Thank you so much, Austin yeah. C. Thank, Thank, Thank you so, so much. To me, that means a lot. Yeah. I'll, I'll, take guys... his, I'll take as good as Attack of the Clones. One of the best ones, right? Oh. Everyone says it. People watch it. <laughs> People, uh, after the people watch. Great wedding, do you guys see the Jumbo Crew staying together, say. or do you guys see you guys going your own ways after that? Yeah, are you guys getting hitched? Is that a is that a for or for? Well, know. we we start, we have to start the resistance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so, but on some shows, I, I, I they have like, a dream oh, sequence that doesn't quite come to fruition exactly like it looks like it. So I yeah. don't know. It's, it could be yeah. anything, right? Um, yeah, did your dream sequence include like her as your best man? Because that shit did not come No, true. Yeah. Yeah. my dream sequence oh. included her as a bridesmaid. Yeah. 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 Because her is progressive like that. Was he yeah. glowing? Ah. Oh, that, maybe. Oh. maybe. Didn't notice yeah, it it I thought it was day. the blush, but yeah. uh, well, on the wedding thing, that so the pendant, the pendant. Oh, oh yeah, this is really interesting. It was one freaked of your sons. Freaked us out. out. It freaked you out. It was one of the sons. I found out. So was one I think uh, I think the episode before. Before the, thing, the wedding vision? We were like, we had a bad episode. And we just, neither one of us were really happy with what, how we roleplayed. And so we were like, we have yeah. like four more episodes. We had never really done anything like this yeah. before. But we were like, we have like four more episodes. So let's, let's just, shit. Yeah. let's like plan some, you yeah. know, just so that we're not like fumbling through scenes and like are pissed after <laughs> the show ends that we like fuck something up. Right. Um, and so. And so we just like started talking and started jamming and you had brought up the pendants. Yeah, way back when I created Aaron, he had these two pendants from his mom is on my little original inventory card. And so I was like, well, that that's the one thing I want to make sure that we do is he gives her one of those. Um, and that's like a, like an engagement thing and ceremonially, like technically, like they'd They're be married, married on Chodron. Right. And I was just like, that actually ties in with a lot of like yeah. stuff from her backstory. Like, I love it. And then selfishly, nice. that also means if he dies, then she can like help his sister, like legally. <laughs> she can handle all his shit. Uh, but then the next, we hadn't talked to you about that, and then the no. next episode, you did the wedding thing, and you, and you brought, up the brought up the pendants. And I was like, ah! and at the moment, it didn't bother me because I was just like, I heard about the pendants, and I was like, okay, Joe must have like texted Bert to give him the heads up that we want to bring this up, and then that was Reddit. And then, <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely Reddit. And then after that scene had finished, 
just slid over his character sheet to me, and in big block letters on the very bottom it said, Holy <laughs> shit, he brought up the pendants. <laughs> you didn't talk to him beforehand? He's oh, like, dang. Oh, no, he's just got a good brain. <laughs> yeah. So that was so, funny. That was really cool. <laughs> hey, I want to answer that other question that you yeah, had, too, because I, I felt, Bert, Bert was awesome. I, I felt very lucky. We were about being, like, satisfied with everything yeah. coming out yeah. and everything, because um, at a certain point, I knew that I just had a finite amount of time yeah. on the show, mm-hmm. and I had talked to Bert, I only really to Bert about that, and uh, so we were trying to kind of work things to try to finish, because I really felt responsible to get as much of... The backstory out there and everything I wanted there to was accomplish. For it too. I, wanted yeah, today I, I just know that like, yeah. I felt I would have felt like I cheated you guys and, yeah. and I cheated you guys and everything if I didn't get that. Somebody stuff out. on Reddit, I think it was Doomsday Danny compared Caleb to Sir Davos from Game of Thrones, of Thrones <laughs> and I just like loved that comparison <laughs> so so much. That's funny. That's funny. But it, it worked out great because we were we got a kind of a closure, a reason for me to leave yep. yeah, because I had a long it was break, so good. and uh, and and we didn't know at that point as far as we knew the show was going to go sure, on forever sure. yeah. or whatever. Right. We didn't know how long, like season after season, whatever. Yeah. And so, but I had told Bert like I really want to come back. I have to close up mm-hmm. some things. So, you know, maybe in five weeks, ten weeks, whatever it happens to be, like I really want to come back. And he was always like, Yeah, you mm-hmm. can definitely come back. And then I saw like this announcement, you know, on Twitter and everywhere, like that you, there was only so many shows left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Bert and I got in touch with each other, and, and it was just like, okay, well, when do I need to come back in? Because I need this, this, yeah. this, and this, and yeah, it was, yeah. and it was great because you worked it in, and, and the things that needed to be solved. Yeah. I mean, some were, some of my things were actually solved, kind of off screen, sure, but the majority of it, you know, the, the whole boss thing and all these loose ends and stuff that needed to be tied up, you know, yeah. getting Linjuro out of trouble and stuff. Like, those things got taken care of. Well, he got him killed. I got him out of trouble first. I got him out of trouble then you knew he was going to die. Yeah. To, to Keith's yeah. credit, when we were like kind of planning his like eventual kind of, similar to what we did when you were guesting and we mm-hmm. kind of your okay, your, exit. your exit out. Uh, My eternal audition. <laughs> I like, Keith was like, hey man, I think it's either going to be like in the next couple weeks and I just looked at him, I didn't tell him what. But I was just like, cool, or it could be sooner than that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like in a way of like get off the show. It was right. like a, it was like a, I think I. Why know were you going, going like this when you said that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a, yeah. Uh, it was like, okay, I knew what the episode was, and that was the episode. And I'm sure it's one of the questions we're going to get there, mm-hmm. where a decision had to be made about Aaron. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel like Keith playing Caleb will be like. I, I just I threw it out there. I threw it out there in the universe. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey man, just, we'll we'll see what happens this yeah. episode. Right. Yeah. And, right. That decision was made, and uh, again, not not any sort of formal communication, really. No. He was just like, I'm going to pimp out on the Yojimbo, and I was like, this is happening. And I'm like, all right, great. And uh, to me, it it was one of the most... Badass moment. It was such a boss Yeah, yeah. such a boss yeah, moment. I, I almost left with him. I know. I told you guys after, but I was like, yeah. I almost had her go, I'm coming with you. Just and you like, wrote for it too, didn't she? Like, well, yeah. I mean, you were trying to run to get shit. there. Yeah. Yeah. I, think you, I mean, I think you and legitimately like, didn't yeah. make it, not like, just because he said no. He kind of stopped me and stuff, and if I had made it, it would have been a case of like, like, will Herg return the next week? <laughs> <laughs> no. But then I would have just flown the, the ship back. Yeah. I, I can't remember. Right. I had a conversation with Herg, and I was like, 
conversation that I had with you uh, about you flying the ship back, or was it Bert saying, "Oh, I would have totally let Hector go with him. I just would have had him fly I the ship back next that. week." I think yeah. it was that. Yeah. So yeah. it would have been a question yeah. mark. That episode. Bert and Caleb. It was so. That good. episode was so good, but it was so crazy to me because it was the one time in the whole series mm-hmm. that I felt one hundred. I mean, not by you personally, but I felt oh. the situation forced me out. Yeah. Like that's, that's what it felt like to me. Like if you watch yeah. that episode again, you could probably see the pain in my face because I was like, no, I wanted to do like at least right. another week or whatever. Right. Yeah. But it was really like I can't. Like it didn't oh, make sense. What is that? Bits. What is that? Bits. 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 Thank you so much. Is that what Hashtag that is? Thank you. Side. Or the other. Um, whatever that was. Thank you. No yeah. rapey voice with to, that one. To jump on that one thing, my I think the most impressive oh, thing about the show to me is. I think one of the tropes of playing a tabletop game, playing D&D or whatever, is that you're the party. Mm-hmm. And the party is always the party, and the party moves forward and mm-hmm. does whatever it is they do, and maybe they have some drama, but they're the party. And we actually organically like pushed, we broke it. Like we broke yeah. our, not only did we break the party, but improvisationally and organically like, narratively found it like could a have been good yeah. yeah like but we you were even like hey if if you don't know what to do with Aaron we can re-roll and yeah, you can yeah. bring in someone else yeah. uh cuz i was like i don't know what happens now if the that was the initial that was Tula Mm-hmm. After I got slapped in the face and Caleb's speech, uh, right, right, where I was right. like, yeah. "Well deserved," I I'm think sure. we're done here. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought Aaron was gonna go do the handle the chemical weapon thing and die or yeah. something. I was like, I don't. Uh, narratively, I don't know what to do with him. Uh, but over over the course of like a really long arc, like broke the party and then like narratively as a group, like Can brought it back together, together, like organically. Which is fucking cool. Like yeah. it's really, really cool. I wouldn't say organically. <laughs> I would say I stunned both of you so many times yeah. where you had to go to a certain place. Yeah. But, but yes, yes, I get that. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hector. Um, yeah. So we know, unfortunately, hers did. Yeah. Um, but I do want to know if he didn't oh, die. You were doing such a good job tonight until that. Diane uh, told me to rub it. Hurt lives on forever. I mean, Hurt wanted all of it. To be fair, uh, dead too. Diane oh, Blazing, I guess, in a fury, I guess. Herg um, is hiding out with Bruce Lee somewhere. Yeah. They're both fine, yeah, thank fun. you. If Herg yeah. didn't uh, go, though, what, would, oh. what plan would you want? Oh, what, and Vader also wants to know, what would your would you name your kids? Oh, oh shit, I should have... Yeah. I have my... Uh, but you had a list. You said you had a list. Yeah, Aaron, Glaren, and Staren. They were for real. The, the names of the three kids were... Kailara. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, 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 there was a combination... Uh, well, one of them was Io. Mm-hmm. So you got your own name. Well, you got I, your own I got my own name. And then yeah, were they all Tagorian Duff? Yeah. 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 So it's like Io with like yeah. three Y's. Yeah. The rule is always the rule of three. So it would have been Io with three Y's, mm-hmm. and then it was Kalara with three R's. I think so. It's Kalara. Okay. That's what it was, and then it was um, Caleb Val was the name of the third uh, child. Val. Oh, oh, yeah. Both of you guys. So instead, of, nice. instead of Aaron That's Val, cute. it was Caleb Val. That would have nice. been Caleb and Aaron's kid too if that had worked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been. Not for lack of you trying. I too much time on that. Not for lack of you I had no clue what was going on that entire time, and I was like, I'm allowed. I'm, allowed, I'm okay with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, when Aaron was thirsty oh, for Caleb. Oh, real thirsty. Yeah. I don't know if that's what. For some of you, this was your first time streaming in rebounds per game. 
How would you describe your experience as a player and performer from start to finish of the show? That's awesome. Thank you so much. RPG. Oh, RPG. Okay. Streamlabs doesn't understand the role playing game. Oh, okay. How would you describe your experience as a player and performer from start to finish? Thank you so much, Nagy. Also, Uniform Deer will ask. I'm going to save that question for later. That's a good one. I'm going to save that for a little later. This, yeah, awesome. I mean, this was not my first time playing a tabletop role-playing right. game, but it was my first time streaming it. I guess that I, I felt like, in a way, it was this interesting adjustment of, okay, I'm playing a tabletop role-playing game, but also I'm doing a TV show for all sure. intents and purposes that's just 100% improvised. Mm -hmm. So I think that, that that was kind of the thing was I got more comfortable with just making up dialogue on the fly <laughs> as we went on would kind of be, I think, my biggest takeaway. Let's do it. See, yeah. for me, this was, I call it a, like a year and a half long masterclass <laughs> sure. in acting. Um, because when <clears throat> when Lucas initially came to me uh, with George offer, Lucas? Yes, yeah, so when George Lucas yeah, was like contacting me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and said, hey, you know, uh, our friend Darren DePaul recommended you for this new Star Wars show, X, Y, and Z. The very, very first thing I said to him was, hey, I don't want to waste your time, but I'm not a gamer, I'm an actor. Mm -hmm. So I just want to put that out there just sure. in case I'm not your person, so you could just not waste any time with me and move on. He said, no, 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 we're looking for actors, we're looking for performers. And so it scared me a little, so I said yes, um, and I was scared for the first like month and a half. <laughs> um, and then, I think we all were. <laughs> all were but, like, for me, for the first five or six weeks, I was playing the game trying to sure. do my damnedest to kind of smoke and mirror everybody into thinking sure. that I belonged here. Sure. And then all of a sudden, I realized, oh no, this will go so much better if you play a character in my yeah. game. Yeah. And that's when everything changed for me. Yeah. I, um, I, still, yeah. that's great. I still stand behind that uh, the first five-ish episode yeah. before you showed up. But they're I, cringy to me because I'm like, oh, it was us oh, getting our stride. We're but, all getting oh. our stride, but I had no and I, I, I mean, I, I've said it to Joe before, I think maybe I said it to him this weekend when I've had several drinks, uh, that I, I always felt like when Aaron Val showed up, that was when, when the show clicked. really clicked yeah. for me I personally. Yeah. I, I also just feel like Aaron was such a good sort of like foil in a way for Kilara and sure. that like that relationship was just had a really interesting dynamic from the start um and also I like already knew Joe so it was I don't know it was like fun for me to be like oh cool my friend is coming to do this show with us sure. so yeah if if I can piggyback this question with a question <laughs> to Keith as well yeah absolutely I'm very curious mm. this this question with Keith mm. and then adding on top of that and this is a compliment not an insult but oh, always bad. <laughs> out of everyone here, Keith is definitely the most, if you took it for just what his actions were, mm -hmm. and the questions he asked, he treated it most like a game and in the sense where like, sure, uh, he's a, I feel like, I don't know if this, you might be like, no, this is my first RPG experience. <laughs> It's like, God damn, this guy asks the right questions all the time. Yeah, and he does. And, and is like, I'm just gonna be like, I need to be like two steps ahead of everybody. And I could see Keith as a person yeah. figuring yeah. it out. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, Caleb no, doesn't know this information! That's not, that's a, that Keith is a, is so damn yeah, yeah, that's the good. highest he's compliment. I yeah, think it's less, was, yeah, he's, it's, it's less, are you talking about yourself in the third person? You're talking about Caleb? Caleb, I'll talk Caleb. Well, I want to talk about you. <laughs> oh, talk about me. Yeah. You were playing the game, but a good RPG player 
in my experience, is just a very good storyteller. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, he was ahead of the curve sure. story-wise. He was because because he knows that that is the strength of playing this type of thing and doing this type of sure. thing. So he was like, you know, gaming the system and, you know, asking you this, this, and this and saying, can I do this? Can I do this? Oh, I want to make sure my weapons can do this. But it's because he knew that it would lead to the best possible story decision. Yeah, he's a yeah. narrative player. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, I, tr- I trusted Bert and I trusted, even in yeah. situations that it feels like, when I went into it, for me, like I was, I was nervous about it. I hadn't really played. I'd played D&D when I was a kid, but but honestly, when we played, we just played like, okay, uh, I listen at the door. Do I hear anything? Okay, 100%. roll. Cool. Yeah, that's totally we didn't do voices and do, yeah, yeah. We, we were super into it, but yeah. we just, we didn't, weren't like, Hark, what is that I hear? Like, we, didn't, we didn't do that shit. I shall destroy you. Shakespeare uh, in the park? We wouldn't yeah. do any of that stuff. Um, so I was like, okay, so this was totally new for me, and I came into it, and I think the first episode, like, I'm like, okay, it's about Star Wars, and... I've seen, you know, I know a good chunk about stars, but I don't retain names of things. So I'm like, so that's going to suck. Like, I'm going to be like, what planet was that again? That's just going to happen. I'll deal with it. But we get there and like the first episode, you were like shitting all over the bed. And this was like my issue. And I'm like going, okay, so it's Star Wars. But... (laughs) And so I remember the first episode, I thought, I thought that was pretty weird. I remember thinking like, that's strange. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Is that funny? Is that, should that happen? I remember I did that and I I turned to you and I was like, welcome to the show, man. Like, (laughs) my character just tried to shit on this bed. Right. And I was just like, I don't, uh, okay. And I just rolled with it. You set you guys up horribly that episode too. It was a weird thing. Oh yeah. Of your first episode because like right before we went live, I was just kind of, you know, Keith, I'm Caleb, it's very nice to meet you. And then we just start playing. I'm like, who the fuck? Are yeah, yeah. In my head, I'm like, like it was guys, come the fuck totally, totally, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah, it was. Uh, but maybe I did that on purpose, yeah. like subconsciously, just like I'm gonna draw a gun I'm on all of them, and like, they're gonna hate you for everything it. Everything on fire. But that yeah. seemed right. It seemed right though because yeah. you guys had been on this for a while. You'd already mm-hmm. set up. They'd had a feel. It had a vibe, sure. which yeah. I bought into as soon as I had done a couple of episodes. Sure, I was like, totally. this is great. What you guys had, and all the humor totally worked. But it was, you know, for me, it was like, do I go above game ever? Mm-hmm. Like on the first no. night, do I right. stay 100? percent And then I was watching. It was a combination yeah, of that. Oh, yeah. And then I realized, like, oh, okay, the way we're you guys are playing it is like you can do it and you can stay yeah. in character you can you know it's kind of make your choice as long as you're in character for the majority of the important stuff that seemed to be the vibe totally that, yeah, I that I was getting then I could go hold on what is this planet yes. where is this who is that guy Or and if, if it's something I shouldn't I shouldn't have known then I asked as Kayla right but if it was yeah. something I should have known I tried to go okay I, I know this right like, okay, I know what is I this? so like going into this like you I find that even as a D&D player you go in with the idea that you're going to play this character Eventually, becomes something completely different. And the yes. Blue Rules asks, "What? How did you end up with the character you had in your head when you first making them, and how did they change in a way you weren't expecting over time?" Uh, <laughs> and I think that in this show, it's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I was just, let's just. Unless he left, unless he really peed his pants and left. Cameron, Cameron. <laughs> I would say, I'd say, I do want to hear this question, but I do have some, I have some filler questions that I'd like to yeah, ask. Right. But, but continue. What were, what were you saying? I'll, I'll, I'll um, answer, can I, let yeah. me answer because yeah, my character start. changed the least. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, that's true. But it's okay. So, that's true. Like, it's okay oh. to have like a quote-unquote simple, mm-hmm. consistent yeah. character. Not everybody. Here's, it's yeah. hard to do. It's hard too. to do. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Here's what I feel really guilty about. Is that everybody here but like, is like, super fucking good at remembering details and well, almost and, everybody? And, 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 <laughs> and, and, <laughs> no, even, 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 
like not me. And remembering details and like having a thrust for where your character was going to go and where they came from and remembering the backstory sure. and so much stuff. And uh, I feel selfish because I was also, it's all wrapped now, but I was also on a Star Trek RPG mm-hmm. yeah. over on Geek and Sundry. I was doing a bunch of different shows during the week with a bunch of different like mindsets and mm-hmm. stuff yeah. that I really did. And I'm lucky because before we even started, when Bert was doing it, his own Star Wars RPG and asked me and a couple of our buddies to do it, that's where I created the character of her. Mm-hmm. And even from the beginning, he was exactly who he is. He's the big, simple, loyal, big Chewbacca, That's but one can true speak. North. One yeah. true North character. So it was fun for me, and I like playing that character. So we cut to this show, and when Bert and Zach and everybody were putting it together and they asked me to be a part of it, I thought, great, I'm going to be her. But then it also became an excuse for me to not have to worry about this show. Sure. Because I never thought about what Herb was going to do. <laughs> yeah. A week or two weeks or three weeks right. out ahead of time. Because yeah. the character gave me the excuse of, I'm going to play everything in the moment. Because that's what Herb does. He just right. reacts to everything. He's just reactionary. He's just passionate. Yeah. So I feel guilty in that I would show up in the middle of a long work week. And I'm like, oh, I get to be here for two and a half hours, three hours. And I don't have to worry about shit. Because I can just, whatever bird's going to throw me, I'll work with it. Yeah. Whatever happens to any characters, I'll work with it. Meanwhile, you guys are like... Like <laughs> my, my backstory. That's You're my like, that's my family from know, though, eight I, months I, ago. I, <laughs> a seed I planted, and I'm over here just like I barely remember my wife's name. Like, I, I, so, I, 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 my favorite moments in the whole show period yeah. was when you had literally opened up your notebook and were just like reading. Oh my god, notes Hector's verbatim. notes are so They're extensive, so, yeah. so well yeah. organized. But you made a reference to a droid named. KZ7OB. Yeah. And I remember I looked at Emma, we both looked at each yeah. other at the same time going, Kirk was the one who was closest to Susan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so really, that like, yeah. when Darren left the show, uh, I would say maybe with the exception of Darren, but like whenever we'd have characters come in and come out, I really would forget all the details of that character. That if, if Bert was like, and then it was this person, I'd, I'd like look to you guys, like, how are we, how are we reacting? <laughs> oh shit! Oh no! I remember, I remember. So I just use, I just use Wednesday nights as an excuse for me to relax, knowing that I'm going to trust everybody to everybody, and it works for the Bert character, and it's you know. And then one of my favorite moments was from. The Fallout episode after the Coop decision. Mm. Yeah. I was crying for three hours straight. Yeah. Um, and you were in your meditation box, and Bert's feeding you all. I knew exactly what Bert was doing. Bert was just catching you up to speed on what had happened. You think about this that's happening, and I was just like, And this is what you have done. Yes, I am mad. Yes. And so I actually went back and I watched it. <laughs> you had said something. This mate, oh gosh, you, had, you were just like you're in. You were in your box, and you were just like. I also realize I'm not very observant. <laughs> it took everything in me. It was amazing. Not to burst out laughing. Moment, and if you go yeah. back and watch that episode, I, I did like laugh. Face something really uh, ugly, and it looks like I'm crying, but I'm really trying not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's interesting. I I feel like in a way. Because I did put a lot of forethought into my backstory and I had, you know, it was multi-layered. It was like the stuff that had gone down with her family and the stuff that had gone down with her previous like pirate crew, basically. But overall, I, I felt like I tried to not think 
too much in advance about I what Kilara's choice would be. Bert's job. Yeah, I, I, I definitely juggling all of our shit. Because I mean, and, and, and I, I hate all of you. And I was, <laughs> uh, and I'm just gonna echo Keith's sentiment that it's like I just trusted that, like if stuff from my backstory were to become relevant or I was gonna have difficult decisions to make, then Bert would bring it up when it was a necessary part of the story. And so I just kind of tried to be really present. And that was one of the things that I enjoyed most about the show that was most freeing for me was just being like somebody else for three hours Mm -hmm. in this world that in a lot of ways I had a lot more control over than the one that we actually live in. Yep, yep. And on on that note, real quick, it's like there are multiple times a lot of people say to us, hey, this is the show that got me through some really like dark periods because I could be able to just like check out for three hours watching. Like the same goes back for like me. There'd be be certain episodes where like I'm completely in what the show is and it's just something simple as like one of the dogs run by or something. I'm like, oh shit, I'm here on a show. I forget that. so true. And uh, you know, that's a testament to all you guys. Yeah, and kind of on that too, how, like, I feel like, how did this show make, do you think it helped you in your everyday lives? Do you think role playing and your, even your character work, like, helped oh. you out traits that you probably wouldn't, like, were buried deep within you that yeah, I'll bring out? For me, it's like, I, you know, I, I started working on this show about the same time that we started really amping up the wrestling angle of the movie Trivia Schmodown. And it had always existed, but we just really, really started to dig into it. And because, Again, I, I think that one of the things that was so fun for me about the show was getting to exercise that like improv muscle because I did improv for years and ultimately was like, I don't really like doing shows at 11 o'clock at night for the six other people that are also performing right after we perform. Um, uh, so, uh, but, but it was nice to be able to feel like I could apply that skill to what we were doing. It was just long form storytelling instead of like game or whatever you have when you're doing improv. But, you know, the other thing is is that we do a lot of that in the Schmodown as well, so I feel like I was simultaneously getting to really work those skills and incorporate them in a way that was super satisfying to me as a performer. Um, yeah. and, uh, and, you know, it, it's to the point now that because I'm just so used to improvising dialogue from doing the show for so long, you know, when we're filming stuff for Schmodown, Christian will give me a couple of talking points and I will echo them back perfectly. And he's like, do you have a photographic memory? And I'm like, no, I'm just, I have a lot of, I'm good at improv. You know? like, I have to yeah. talk my way out of a lot of Imperial blockades. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> or shoot or just, your way out. Yeah. Um, I don't regret that, by um, the way. <laughs> I had always done um, a lot of sketch and improv and all ensemble stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure, before I moved to Los Angeles. Uh, with like the same group for a lot of years, and um, uh, and we did like a lot of long form improv stuff. We did like a lot of dramatic long form improv stuff that I was really really proud of. Uh, and then when it came time to move to Los Angeles, everybody's timing got and circumstances got really janked up, and it turned out just me and my wife moved to Los Angeles. So I was like, oh, okay, I got to figure out how to not sink. Uh, so that's why I started doing I, I started doing stand up out of necessity. Uh, sure. Uh, so this was a muscle I hadn't gotten to work in like a wow. really yeah. fucking long time. I, I moved here in 08, 07, 08. Sure. And so I hadn't really done any anything like this. Sort of like this. character work like this. Yeah. yeah. Um, you do the Tomb of the Nerds. You were doing characters in there. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's just me wearing, wearing a wig and yelling roast battle jokes at somebody. Yeah. Like, okay. Um, <laughs> <you know? laughs> Which is really funny and fun, by the way. Uh, but. Yeah. Uh, 
but uh, I don't know. In terms of in terms of daily life stuff, and uh, and for one thing, it it really means a lot when people say that the show got them. Yeah, Shadow was walking in chat just said that they were going through a dark time in school. They were in their third semester, and the show like helped them get Aww. through a bunch of stuff. I'm glad, so I'm glad that helped. And uh, you're not also he's a great yeah. actor. That's yeah. the thing that we all learned. Oh. Is that uh, Joe was a great actor. Well, what I what I what I, what I will say, thank you. Uh, what, what I will speak to is uh, is is you guys are were, are not uh, on your own. Uh, last year was probably the hardest year of, of my life. Uh, there were a lot of episodes where I was just gone a lot. I don't know if you guys yeah. noticed that, where it would be like Bert would be like, and this week Aaron goes into the scavenger <laughs> camp. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where there was just, yeah, yeah. There, where there was just there was just a lot going on, and thank you because there were times where ten minutes before we started, I was like, I, I can't come in, man. I'm sorry. Sure. Uh, and this has really, really, really been an anchor for me. Uh, you guys have been, uh, so thank thank you for that. And I think that that was the hardest thing about being like, show's over. Uh, was I was like, fuck, okay. Yeah. I've got I got to pay for therapy now. Uh, for me, creatively, um, again, I do not come from this world whatsoever. I don't come from the streaming world, I don't come from the gaming world, I don't come from the comedy improv world. Like, I trained 10, 12 years ago. Julia! I trained because I wanted to join the Royal Shakespeare Company. That's what happened, I'm right here. Um, and, <laughs> and you're so, welcome. And, and the Royal Shakespeare. And the Royal Shakespeare Company. <laughs> right, exactly. And so, once I really, like, once kind of my brain shifted into playing a character, I really just became grateful for this. One, because I'm echoing everything you said, because last year was a very challenging year, and sure, this became sure, sure. My, my constant. Like, mm -hmm. the, the eye of the hurricane for me. I would come here, and I would forget everything that was going on outside, and just got to be, I just got to be somebody else. Yeah. For three hours at a time, and I got to feel joys, and I got to feel lows, and everything in between. But for me, just, you know, coming from the industry, it was nice playing a character that had layers, mm -hmm. that I could develop over time, because... On a daily basis, I usually get called in to read for the reporter, no. yeah. the flight attendant, what? and the best friend for the much prettier, more symmetrical, yeah. romantic lead. Uh, that's why I think ibuprofen. Exactly. Yeah. Are you yeah. saying that there aren't a lot of very well written roles for, <laughs> for women, women? Yes. in movies? What? Exactly. Get it's like, it's out of here. Like, like, and the best friend. I'm always yeah. the best friend. In the you need to dump. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> you're more famous than I am. You are much more attractive than I am. I'm gonna tell you what to do because you're obviously not smart enough to make it. <laughs> That's sure. basically what I go sure. for. And so it was just, just you know, from a creative angle, it was just really nice to do the opposite. Yeah. Of that. Sure. And, yeah. and kind of touching on that really quickly. That's all I'm gonna do. Uh, hyper has been an amazing place to do this. I mean, it sucks. We're gonna say a lot about how um, we're sad that this is ending. Yeah. We've spent weeks we in depression. Yes. <laughs> that we're talking about, but that being said, let's always remember that one, the show would not be a thing without Hyper. Of course and not. Helping and being part of this thing yeah. with us. But two, one of the things that I've always loved about specifically Hyper is they've focused very much on diversity yes. within their casting. Yeah, yeah. And that's I very still true. remember our episode zero that we did, it was just the two of you. Oh God! Oh, first, first, oh, first, first we did. Yeah. First we did the just the. It was oh, the. So we just met here. We just met here. Yeah. We just oh, met yeah. here, and it was just us. Oh yeah. It was yeah. like okay, cool. Like, it was like great. a play test. It was no. It was yeah. that. It was just like hey, meet you. Hey, meet you. Yeah. Hey, meet you. Met each other. And like, yeah. and I asked you guys like, hey, what got you into Star Wars? Like, what's your sure, background? Yeah. You very different responses. Like, this is, and Zach was like, what's your take on that? I was like, they're gonna be fucking fine. Right? Yeah. And then. 
the following the week or later, we you guys came test, over. Right. We did a play test. We did. Yeah. And like that's when I was like, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it was really so, fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think just too to like piggyback off of what Kim was saying, and it's something that I, one of the reasons I think that I have been so adamant about wanting people to watch this show and it's been such a, a great experience for me is it, it's very much what Kim was saying. It's that as women we're not often given I'll wait for that tip to I'm go. tipping toward your drink fund after the show. As I've said so many times, thank you all for your creativity and brilliance and reminding me the importance of being creative. Pencils and Parsecs is now part of my Star Wars canon. Yeah. So oh, we, we messed it up a little. We messed it up a little bit, but we messed it up a little bit. But yeah, as, as women, you don't usually get the opportunity to play particularly interesting roles. And I, and again, like just as such a like new canon advocate, I think that that's one of the things that that Star Wars does particularly well, particularly in the sort of side stories that aren't yeah. necessarily part of the cartoon whole... Cartoon shows and comics? Yeah, exactly, in the cartoons and in the comics. Um, and it was cool to feel like I was part of that, and, and particularly with Killara, I felt like she's the kind of character... She was fulfilling a role that we don't see women fulfill mm -hmm. very often, and when we do, they are often kind of two-dimensional like they're not sure, allowed yeah, to make mistakes and they're sort of removed when they are the leader of a of a group of people it's and emotionless yeah yeah exactly and, and yeah it's got not to peek too much behind the curtain but like right. there's a there was a little bit of like frustration on my part because of the animosity not animosity but there was like sometimes comments that were thrown in like whatever we're playing RPG and yeah. it's gonna be imperfect because that's the whole point yeah. you make mistakes or the dice don't go in your favor that's sure. a thing that's literally a thing right Yeah. but particularly for the two of you you would run into situations yeah. where like you would make a decision or maybe the dice wouldn't go in your way and or like second guess and, and you would and all and it was just I'm sitting there and it wasn't it wasn't like a loud majority but it would be like at times where I'm sitting there being like guys like one this is like, if I had been there, I would have done this. It's like, well, yeah. first of all, you weren't. Yeah. Two, it's like, mm -hmm. you can make mistakes. Like, that's yeah. the whole yeah. point the whole of this point. thing, like, yeah. the is you can make mistakes. Make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and I mean, yeah. that's the whole, that, that is one of the things that is so great about role-playing games, is that, you know, you are in this situation where it's safe to fail. Right. Correct. Fair Enjoyed the show, thank you all. Best wishes in whatever may come next. Thank you so much, Superlots! Superlots! <laughs> Guys, you know what I was thinking? We don't need this. We don't need this validation because, like, the people watching, a lot of people have said, these characters are already going to be Star Wars canon to yeah. us. Yeah. But you know it's only, like, it's just a matter of time before somebody who works <laughs> on a Star Wars cartoon mm -hmm. or on a Star Wars comic book yeah. mm -hmm. or in a Star Wars novel, mm -hmm. like, slips in our characters in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, <laughs> somebody's gonna point out to us and be if like, only, dude, you're great. in Star Wars Resistance in the background of season four. Like, and we're like, what? what? Oh, shit, that's me too. Like, no. Herg won't. No! I'm sorry. No, he won't. No, 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 no. Season is second. No, but just speaking of Star Wars so it's so, so funny because it was like, okay, so when we, when, when Joe joined the show. Yeah. Uh, it was funny because it, his character was adjacent to the love interest that I had created for my character's Jakar. backstory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 
It's Corrin. I hate all of you so fucking much. Um, anyway, but, however, so I was watching the trailer for Star Wars Resistance. And you texted me too. And I texted Kim and I texted Joe. Um, but the main character in it, who has like a, a Japanese sounding first name and is and certainly looks to be Asian, and my friend Christopher Sean does his voice and he is Asian. Um, I was like watching the trailer and I was like, this character just is Corin. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Well, and I was like, hey, you sent me. We the made video. it first. Exactly. We, we did. Yeah. Yeah, well, you well, sent me, like, the little character, like, the image, like, yeah. that. But, like, yeah. it's actually his stats. Yeah. And I was like, kind, clumsy, and brave. And yes. I was like, oh my yep. God, that's cool. Yeah. 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 And, and to the point that it was like, and in his career, it was like, uh, pilot mechanic spy in training. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, um, speaking of all these NPCs and stuff like that, and Joe, you did come in as a guest. Yeah. Uh, who were your guys' Coop, favorite? Coop, all right, NPC? it's Coop. <laughs> <laughs> Coop was our favorite. <laughs> but who were your guys' favorite? It split favorite? the party when you died, man. <laughs> you were our favorite one. Oh, man. It's uh, true. Uh, but, but there were so many people on so many nights. Just not kidding. just like Wilhelm yeah. Screamly. Wilhelm Screamly. Uh, NPCs right. that maybe didn't have, like Bert had to play, but yeah. who were your guys' favorite uh, NPCs oh, or guests who come onto oh. the show? What was the name of that hammerhead? The, oh, oh, uh, oh, Cat. Oh, yeah. Cat. Yeah, got I basically took on. him from uh, Futurama. Uh, yeah. Kif? Kif, yeah. Kif. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Never again. I'm not going to do this again. Yeah, that was, that yeah. was, yeah. I always oh, yeah, he was really, cool. He kept coming uh, back. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, Miguel. I was going to say, I was going to say Randall, but. Uh, I, I actually do love Randall. Uh, and I, I appreciate that I got to have a. Uh, some of it was by design because I kept having to leave and we kept having to just like create. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that was sort of on the on the fly and out of necessity. But the fact that they had a much different relationship than the rest of the group sure, had with Randall. Yeah, I, I thought that yeah, was such a good dynamic. Uh, Lyra was great. Lyra was awesome. Uh, but behind the curtain on the Miguel character was. Uh, I was just like I'm just gonna walk around the ship and you were just like god damn it and, yeah. and that was all yeah. that yeah. was all Bert that was yeah. all this motherfucker so on the fly good. and yeah, that's pretty great the fact that just like I, I got a thin air <laughs> yeah. you brought back this character who at the end was like a character who I really out of so many NPCs we've seen I was like I appreciate this guy that like Bert pulled out of yeah. his ass for yeah. me I loved cool. Miguel like, Miguel's I appreciate seeing this that's guy. A, not a pretty oh, picture yeah. I mean, Bert literally pulled a man out of his ass. I pulled too many things out of too many. <laughs> too many orcs. Do you remember the origin of the saga of the Nick McNickersons? I feel like. Oh, I 100 percent. Because I feel like I will tell you the exact origin of it, my friend. We were like fucking with you, right? Like we were. Oh, I was pissed. I was so pissed because you were like literally like. We're in Doggy's bartenders. What's his name? I'm like, you guys always ask their fucking names. <laughs> some sort of generator or a list. And like every week, right, I'm like, yeah. get that list, Bert. Get that fucking list. And you're like, what's this guy's name? Fuck you. It's Nick McNickerson. At yes. no point do you ever have fantasynamegenerator.com no, open. No, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. But I'm so in the moment because yeah. I'm in the thing. I'm in what we're doing. And I was like, it's this guy. And like, Nick McNickerson. I was like, yes, yeah. I'm committing to this. This is a thing. And then you beat the shit out of the guy and stole his locket. Stole his locket. Which I brought back into the yeah, show. Yeah, you did. Yep. You totally did. Uh, I think for me, yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I love, I mean, Lyra was the first NPC sure. from Kilara's backstory that was brought in. And I, I just thought me. she was played in yes. such an interesting mm. way. I, I've said it before that I, I feel like every single NPC from my backstory who showed up, like I had a version of them 
in my head maybe, but the the characters that Bert actually had in the story were so much better than I ever could have imagined. Uh, and I love how much uh, of Sardraska we got in the Dude. final yeah. uh, moments Wait. of the show. What's to you when I say yeah. Oh my god, and he was totally in Waterworld yesterday, by was the way. Was he really? Yeah. Was the real so, like, one of my Jedi Masters, one of my OG Jedi Masters, um, love this man, love this man. Too. Yeah. I was working with him on Saturday, and in the middle He's of my first perfect. show, I was like, He's perfect. Darcy would make such a dope song. Yeah, he's literally perfect. And he's just, he's, oh gosh. And I immediately texted Emma. Yeah, he's like, guess what I just did right now? Yeah, he's like, he's like mixed race and like has a beard and is bald. Oh my God, he's perfect. He's so perfect. In my head, it's just a slight variation of the guy who actually plays Jango Fett. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not far off. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's not far off at all. There were moments where Bert was portraying the character of Emress, who again, oh, yeah. I gave him yeah. no. Like, <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. like, I need a name. Nothing. I'm like, all right. I was, I was literally pulling teeth. I was like, can you give me something? It's like, Did you leave first? Did and she leave first? Like, I'm like, nah. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, we'll figure it out, man. We'll figure it out. It's fine. <laughs> you guys had such focus during those scenes and you were so into it that it it, yeah. it was so believable. It was yeah. You got very quickly past the this is weird. Like really quickly, <laughs> yeah. because you were yeah. both so into it. That when you guys, I, I loved saying, those moments yeah. that you and Emrys had. There were moments where Bert was playing Emrys and I was playing her. That I like legitimately am in love with Bert. Like I, not, I, I was not like, lying. Was, that one of was, the, the good things the show was ending. Would cry. Yeah. You know, I would tear up. It was for real a it human was, connection. Yeah. yeah. Bert portrayed this character. Yeah. I was in the moment. He was in the moment. And. It, it may be because, in part, because Bert and I have had a friendship for years now. We used to right, work right. together, and and we and we've known each other for mm-hmm. a long time. But like he did, just he just did such a good job of doing that that it's you not like I, it's not like I'm in like a silly mode the whole time I'm doing her, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely having fun. But he plays this character, and he you know he introduced like you know it's a Tagorian female, and the way he did it with such gravitas, like I went right into it, sure. and it was immediately yeah. really sure. emotional and impactful. And then when we would get out of the moment, I would check myself, and be like. Oh, that was Bert, man. Like, you were, you were in love with him. Like, you wanted to kiss him, and you were... Oh, that was like great. Said, great man, job, Bert. The, one of the good things in the show ending is the sexual tension can now end, man. Like, fine, uh, really let's do this. But you guys... Oh, yeah. You were, so, yeah. were so good at bringing in the, the Tagorian... Well, what I assume is, because we, I learned it from this yeah. show, but, you know, the things that you found, whatever, attractive about each other, the things yeah. that you like to talk about, yeah. you know, about being strong and fighting yeah. and making those choices. Yeah. And it was so cool because it really made me feel like I would know, like, what it would be like on that planet. I know they were on separate spots. Sure. Yeah. But it really, to me, gave, you made a I, strong choice. I don't know choice. if you know this, but they live in... <laughs> you guys really I am legitimately in love with Bert. Story of Hector is life. Hashtag light. Thank you, Gary Jones. That was the quotes. I am legitimately in love with Bert. Story of Hector's life. I want to say that I, what I liked actually, I really liked the way the NPC that you played, um, Lin Juro. Yeah. Because I really because I had him that. written yeah. out, and not in like super detail, but I had said like that this guy was super loyal to his friends. He would never like he was scum. Scum and villainy, mm-hmm. but he would be absolutely loyal to those that he trusted. Sure. 100%, but he was super rough around the edges, and like it would be hard to kind of befriend him. And I, seeing him come to life was so cool. I mean, that's all I put into him, mm-hmm. but I thought you nailed that 100% as the rest of the crew was trying to talk to this guy, and he was giving all of you like a little bit of a hard time, but yeah. you're like, I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it was just because I vouched right. for him, and you guys right. all were like, cool, because he vouches for him, basically. Right. And I was like, yeah, that's him. Which totally. I want to ask you, 
Bird. This is from Drunk Cersei on Reddit. They wanted to know oh, what nice. was the most fun NPC for you to play. And we got some really good ones already, but was there which one was your favorite of all time? Uh, for me personally, and it's weird because it's not in my mind an NPC. It's my character in the show. <laughs> it's like this is like really difficult it is. because it was like I was like I'm playing along with you guys. Like this is my NPC. And it's K zero zero. Of course, yeah. And oh yeah, I was gonna say Randall. No, no, no. Randall is. We'll go. We'll touch Randall. I thought you were talking yeah. about the big pictures. <laughs> I, I actually do really like Randall, though. Like, I thought. Oh yeah, a lot of people. I mean, the fact that a lot of people hate him, I'm like, good, yeah. you should. But yeah. also, like, you should. Well, people. Sorry. Now, before we get into K, uh, yeah. People cool. hating Randall is a is such a fascinating like look at it, the relationship between an audience and their storytellers and how Correct. we just assume that we should trust our narrators like at all times. Sure. The fact that just yeah. like I'm gonna take a shit on his bed because he's a fucking asshole, the audience just goes, He is. Yeah. He is yeah. a fucking you know what? Yeah, yeah. Let's shit on that man's bed. No, no but and it's which like, isn't and which yeah. isn't to say that like Randall was not shitty to the crew. He absolutely 100%. was. He was the worst. He had but like I, I thought that his <laughs> sort of reasons You're for why he that. was an asshole were interesting and I thought that I don't know the the place that we at least at least for me sure. as Kilar like the place that she ended up with with Randall there was a little bit of understanding and I'll say this uh, we'll get into probably Randall at a sec- separate point oh sorry I'm adding on this this is this is this is my tip to anyone who is running a role-playing mm-hmm. session, you have a group, and not saying that you guys were dysfunctional and, and I had to rip up all of my rules and <laughs> plans all the time, but create a character that is basically, can act as the voice for yourself as the GM mm-hmm. to express frustrations with your players <laughs> in the context of the game. Because mm-hmm. if you do it outside of it, you know, like you want, you don't want to be heavy-handed. But like, yeah. if you have a character who's like, you guys well, fuck up all the time. Show up. Yeah, no, or, yeah, 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 yeah. That's just being ridiculous. A bunch of fantasy inns and a bunch of bartenders right. now, where the dude, the party comes in and the bartender's like, "The fuck are you guys doing?" I told you guys to go through this thing. I said you went to go. It's just a bunch of bartenders. Like, I call you fucking guys again. Fuck you. Coming in here with coming in blood after you killed all those kids. No, it was cool though because I, I think that, that it is interesting that you bring that up though, Bert, because it really was. It, it wasn't that it wasn't that like we were fucking up. We just weren't doing what Bert wanted us yeah. to do. So. I literally I literally created a character, the Grand Master, the GM, who has to tell you things of like, well you're not special, fuck you. Like, I just see Deckard Kane awesome. being like, stay a while and listen about how you're all pieces of garbage. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, someone, uh, T-Boys in chat asks, mm-hmm. uh, for Burt's, how much input did Amy give you on Cool, or was Cool entirely your creation? That was entirely Amy. Amy literally uh, was a guest who uh, thankfully was like able to, yeah. to come in the very early stages and like one of the best characters as an NPC yeah. co- uh, uh, guest. Uh, not an NPC, I guess. Guest, guest player, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, it was straight up one of those things where I had pre-made uh, generated character sheets. And I'm like, here, here are characters. Uh, and they have classes. The races are taken into place with these character generations. But like, 
don't worry about it. You don't have to play any of them. She immediately went for this Mandal or this uh, Monica Marian technician. It's like great. You do not have to play Monica Marian. You can play whatever you want. She's like, no, this is really. I really wanted to play Monica Marian. I was like, good. And like, and uh, and yeah, Ko is a hundred percent. Just Amy bringing that character to life mm-hmm. in the moment. Like literally, it's in the moment. And all the hilarious things of like dropping the gun just became ripping up scars. Yeah, yeah ripping up scars. It was like it was like you the dice roll yeah. weren't with you, but then you, if you make it a part of you, yeah. it worked. Yeah, Ko is the only reason why Io had the lightsaber to begin with. Yeah, because yeah. Ko was holding it backwards, and everybody in chat was like, "Oh, I was attracted to it." And I'm like, "No, Ko was just holding it the wrong way." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she just took it so Ko wouldn't stab herself in the face. Yeah. 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 Dude, Del Five wants to know from all of you guys besides Randall. Who is the least liked NPC? Best, best, The best least favorite, liked NPC. Mm. <laughs> oh, I know. I shot him in the face, Commander Gain. <laughs> Thank the Tides for delivering K. Levon our shores tonight. Bert and Rush Vado, how do you think the Bounty Hunter War ended? If they need new leadership, Veldrin Kane has my vote. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Uh, I, don't, awesome. I don't think great. I don't think uh, Kane and ITMS were part of no. the Bounty Hunters. I have to go back and look at my notes. I have to look at my notes. But that mm-hmm. was a that was an NPC created because uh, Demon Rules is dope, mm-hmm. and we He's put dope. them in there. And yeah. uh, they did not get killed by Caleb. They did not. And they became yeah. an integral part of the story. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benasar yeah. for me. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, dude, yeah. Oh, least favorite? Yeah, least, yeah, least favorite. favorite. Uh, for me, yeah, was... you came up with that on the spot though. That you knew the. That you, well, you, were, you, were, you were literally yeah. like, uh, oh no, never mind. I was thinking of, sorry, never mind. Who are you thinking of? Nope, nope, oh. never mind. Never oh, mind. um, I don't know. If this was a least favorite for me, but I was so blindsided by the fact that Yannick was alive. Sure. Mm. I was fully expecting both for the second sure. to be the Cormica brother that survived because I created mm. him to be the bitter, entitled second son. And then Yannick mm. was a wild card, so I was thrown for a loop when it turned out to be he was the one that, although I'm not quite sure that Bogavir is it, but anyway, that's a whole other story. Um, and so everything that happened with Yannick after that just made me go. Because everything was news to me, absolutely 100% news yeah, to both yeah. Io and myself. So sure. I was just like, my stress uh, levels would <laughs> every single time Yonic would be brought up. I'll save that for the end, too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, you keep. I don't even know what my criteria would be for least favorite. favorite. I mean, yeah, because I mean, even if for the me, character didn't like yeah, it, why did, I mean, I thought you did such a good job. Yeah. And you need to have different. All kinds of different yeah. characters. You gotta yeah. have bad guys. You gotta have yeah. those unimportant sure. bouncers. Say, you gotta have. You I was know. Gonna say, I think for me it was like I say Commander Gain was my least favorite, but I like I liked him, but mm-hmm. I just ha- yeah, yeah. I, I hated him mm-hmm. in character. Yeah. Right. I was saying. Right. I okay. want to get a little more soju, maybe. Did Caleb have a particularly hard time with any of them? I don't think so. I'm trying I don't to think. think. So, I mean, you could say the guy yeah, that just really liked you. Yeah, but that was what it was, and it, uh, you know. That makes sense. We're back. We're back. Time. A couple of people left to get some drinkies. Yeah. yeah. Drinks, we'll drinks, drinks. Keep going. Yeah. What's the next question? I'm having um, a good time. Cool. Well, no, the next question is actually comes from, from Faye here, and I don't know if Cameron's still here. I figured he left. Is uh, like, still here? Like, I didn't see Cameron. He yeah. must have left. But yeah. this is a this. Yeah. Faye wants to know, and I want to know what happened to Fiddle or Worth, and. Uh, no. We can ask Bert, and I want to hear your guys' impression. Okay, so I was under the impression that 
fiddler because he he wandered off in the temple on Yavin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Yavin. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. and then, based on the conversation we had with um, Class and Jassic on uh, Mandalore, I-, I believe that Fiddler traveled from one temple to the other, yeah. like without going on a spaceship, without normal space travel. Like he was able to basically travel sort of magically in between temples. I think he oh, went. What's cool. the what, what did they call it in Rebels? The, the world between worlds. Because I have no clue what that is. Oh my god! To be it's honest, like, I have, so like good. everyone was referencing this thing, and I was like. You don't know. That's funny because I thought because I thought we yeah. went to the world between worlds with, uh, with oh, and That's how I fair, pictured. And fair. I was like, oh, that's where everybody is. Uh, so I figured there was just there's somewhere there's a weird deleted scene on the cutting room floor of Fiddler Worth walking the world between worlds. Just like, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's just made a big alien owl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta, gotta, gotta finish Rebels. About Wait, he knows. <laughs> oh, you do know. About that's right. That's right. What happened to him? Yeah, let's move on. Oh. No, I, I actually wanted. I'm looking for Cam, but I would say that Cam, as a guest, is one of the most entertaining guests that we've yeah. had on PMP. Yeah. I mean, I built a watch on him. Yeah, you, you know, the guy. Uh, <laughs> the guy that I don't know what created that as a Jedi or a separatist uh, ended up just dying of a heart attack. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But oh, hello, dog. Uh, hey. Hi. Hey! Hi. I'm not even joking. This is a perfect segue. started talking about like oh Jess needs to be on the, the show and I was like which was the highest but, and it was, it was something about like uh, and we knew you were gonna be on the show and so it was something about like you guys hating each other which I think was a thing from roguelike yeah right, and right. so I was like oh and, and real, real life as well and I was yeah, like oh yeah okay great Jess is absolutely gonna be on the show and I knew I wanted to do this uh, this one shot of, of Shelly McMcPherson's team and instead of me playing Shelly I was like well because you know, chat wants Jess to kill Matt so Were you badly. Play Shelly? Uh, she would have been my like NPC character oh, leading oh, you guys oh, around. Yeah. But instead, I played the Imperial yeah. Defector, who turned out to secretly be Coop's wife, um, which was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what if I just spent three hours fucking for? It was amazing. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so I, I didn't realize it was your show. I didn't realize yeah. everything. I just knew that it was a big deal. Yeah. I, since I had started coming here, I was like, I want to be on a perception check and pencils and parsecs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, pencils and parsecs will never happen because yeah. that's the thing. And it made... Well, I just, you were so awesome. It, yeah. I was so nervous. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I got a whole outfit that didn't work out on screen. <laughs> I thought it was going to look so cool. And the table blocked its coolness. And I remember just being like, don't be chaotic. Jess, don't just play the story straight. <laughs> and and that man, I would go back and do it just a little bit differently. No, 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 no. No, but it was so good. Well, and, and again, it, and and it was one of those things where we all knew Shelly as a character because we met yeah. her as an NPC. And yeah. then just she wasn't going to so be anything. Had a little she bit was literally. Of, she was literally. No. She wasn't supposed to be anything, but you made her into something. No. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. Can I segue this to Coop? Yeah. <laughs> I was actually not going to give him flowers. <laughs> I meant to give it to Bert. Oh, oh I gave it to him because I was like, oh, man, you're... Thank you for coming. Thank you. Yeah. That was uh, my favorite color. Yeah, no. Guys, that, oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, but, but that, that for you. one Thank you. Oh, oh, great job. Oh, oh, I got these for you. That's the only ever Again, basically, so I was like, "Oh, we're gonna have Jess on the show," and I was like, "How do I put Jess on the show?" Simultaneously, <laughs> told the audience and went, "Oh, well, if I make her Shelly, then they can't b- the move for her to kill Matt." Yeah, that's true. And yet, He's chat still rooted to kill Matt, to kill but Matt. it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, well, I think he deserved it. Yeah. No, no. Can I ask you a question? Wait, what are those? Some of the little bit of talking points. Okay. Who's missing? Coop. One of the. I'm giving you. back around. Was a character. I was like, "Hey, man, uh, it was like hey, one of the things where Keith couldn't have been there." So it's just like, "Hey, can you? You want to be in on this? I want you to be in." Like, yeah. Like this character, and you you wrote the most amazing backstory. <laughs> it was super sad and depressing. It was about, really like, sad. Like my wife couldn't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "I need to believe in something." So I believe in the Empire. And you're like, "The Empire is like kind of bad." And you're like, "I'm into this." And she like left, and then I was like, "This is," and then you're like, "I just I'm a I'm a bar." The guy who plays music in a club. I was like, this is amazing. I'm going to make you the spy. But I feel like I fucked you up a little bit because I was like, hey, so we did prep beforehand. I was just like, you're going to be a secret agent. You're going to like go get these things. You're going to like just go with it on the fly. And like, I kind of just threw you into it and like not being prepared that they were going to derail it to the point where I'm like, uh, shh. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well, what do we do? And you're like, I don't know. And you look at me, it's like, you're not there yet. And I'm like, I blame Bert completely yeah. for this. Yeah, 100%. You can blame me. Because, but, but sorry, keep going. Keep going. No, keep going. 10 minutes into an episode, when you look at this cast and you say, plan a complex heist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Bert's fault. Yeah. I was so, yeah. I was so excited. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I had a plan. I believe it. <laughs> Yep. Oh, I got it. All I gotta yeah. say. So you got thrown to the wolves. We had a plan, but Coop didn't stick to it. But Coop didn't stick to it. Yeah. Why isn't Matt getting all the blame? <laughs> well, Coop didn't stick to it because he didn't. Yeah, like, he was trying to stick to it, but he didn't want to like. But he was a sweet boy. He didn't want to kiss his girl because like. Yes. Was up. You never cheated on your wife. No, I didn't. I never did. You never did. Uh, Shelly was impressionable. We all understand this. I and like. 
the mo- honestly, like what was hap- what happened in that moment that was like the pinnacle moment where like this is going to shit. Um, <laughs> I, I you could- smashed your guitar over the one. I couldn't. I felt like I couldn't. Oh it was. It's kind of weird, but humans are weird and complex. <laughs> Uh, but he, you know, he couldn't, he, he, he couldn't kiss Shelly because he didn't, he didn't have to feel, you know, he was just like using her, he didn't want to, you know, go further. Because he was using her. Yeah, he just, I mean, he needed because to get his way too parallel with her. Oh, you need to get a key card <laughs> and then but turn then, into a date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then like, I don't know, uh, like, he, like, he was like, man, was she like, she should go out, he like really care about like you pursuing your passions and stuff. And when you got in trouble and you probably, I he, you know, like he, it's kind it's of weird. It's true. Like, it was all like about saw, protecting like, the arts and small business. Well, he kind of saw like his, his like daughter getting like, like in a weird way, like not in like a weird gross no. way, but he kind of saw no. like this person. What the fuck? I'm serious. No, but that's the oh point. Oh my god. It was guess. Yeah, never mind. All uh, right, I'm just, I'm, stop talking. Shelly and Aaron kissed in the next episode after you left. I that. I would have done Shelly and Aaron did kiss. It yeah. was totally, that was Wait, totally what? on point. Yeah, yeah. Shelly kissed Aaron. Yeah. You give Coop this, and then she like kissed him, and then she slapped him. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. the next time that we were all dead. on the, um, when we were on the derelict uh, Star Destroyer, which uh, I blame myself for the existence of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I just want to say, it's, as a, it's a character testament to you, Matt, that even the most seemingly insignificant human can have a lovely, beautiful importance. And that's why you made Shelly important because that's your heart. Well, yeah, but like, I don't think, I think everyone's like, I'm not digging, I swear. It's like, he, he saw, he didn't want her to get in trouble because he saw like, like, totally. like this, like, in a world, like, he could have brought this person to feel t- like t- into trouble and he didn't want that to happen. I believe, I think you know? that that's, you, you literally, you literally uh, sent the mission in a nosedive <laughs> because you were trying to save somebody. And the worst things possible happen to you oh, because yeah. of the consequence. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I'll say, and I'll yeah, say, yeah, you uh, died. <laughs> you had, actually, you had your I organs harvested. You died very bad. I, was, yeah. I didn't yeah. just yeah. In, in, like I just imagine. I, I get these. I find out in Boston, and I just imagine Aaron Val like Invader Zan with all the intestines and shit in there with so many juicy organs. Um, yeah, I do wonder about the specifics well, see, of that. Props to Matt in for in one episode. Um, and then supplemented by an episode where, uh, props to you, where everyone just cared so much about rescuing him because mm-hmm. of you and the way you played her, that fucking, there are people who have watched 18 Red Weddings and Game of Thrones and they're still there. People stopped watching our fucking show. <laughs> people stopped yeah. watching our when show. Coop died? After Coop, Coop died. died. Oh, oh, they, yeah. they asked for it. Yeah, and they, they, they did mean, actually yeah. pay for yeah, it. and paid for it. Uh, I'm used to chat being like, oh, Matt's got a cool story there. I kill him. Oh, but no, fucking props to you like both. Like, that's crazy. That's fascinating. That's crazy. Hey, People guys, love that so much. that like, it's totally <laughs> awesome. Like, this is it. Hey, guys, what's yeah. everybody's uh, biggest regret in the show? A decision your character made? Oh. oh that you like, you're like, ah, because you said earlier, like, I blame myself. Okay, this is when I'm going to I let, do blame myself. I'm letting the rest. I'm what? Taking, no, what's no. your biggest regret? Uh, that, oh, oh I, I, no, I don't regret it all as a GM, though, the story that I told that led us to have Resident Evil in space. Because I set up Resident Evil in space uh, and Bert took it I didn't it realize that came from that. Yeah, that came directly out of my one shot. Okay, I didn't realize that. Directly out of it, yeah. What's your biggest regret? My biggest, my biggest regret was believing his bird. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Using my lottery winnings to <laughs> basically go bankrupt and help him. Yeah, you could have been um, And and his wife is a not a 
was this insane human. She was insane. She hired all of you to kill him because she couldn't do it herself. I was a far preferable choice, and uh, I stand by it. Um, congratulations. She was only trying to save him from what ultimately ended up happening to him. Yes! Yeah. I like to play in that moral gray area, y'all. I'm not gonna name where we're gonna go, but I'll see you guys there. Gray, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Congratulations. Thank the you. Great job on an excellent show. Goodbye, Jess. Look forward to the flowers. You're welcome. See you at George Lucas's place later. Yeah. I'm trying to think of our address in chat. Most of my decisions for Caleb, I think, were what he would have done. So, uh, whichever, wherever they took me, it felt right. Does Caleb regret any of his decisions? Yeah, that's the question. Yes. Well, Caleb and I regret the same thing. It's not. It's very trivial, but it is just. I searched too many bodies. <laughs> because that didn't make sense for his character. He should have been yeah. fine at that. I actually even had one of my cards that was supposed to help that. And Bert like never let me use it for that. It was like, according to the GM, this can. Um, you can ask the GM and it may give you a bonus for searching. And he's always like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and it just didn't make any sense that he yeah. would just go with like everything like that. Aaron people would be like shooting cool, but that was, yeah. narratively that was... No, it made sense. Happen. No, I, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it, I think narratively it made sense and it was the choice that yeah. she would have made. But, you know, obviously in the last couple episodes there, it's like, Kalara obviously regretted her decision to try and, and like, cut CZ off before, like, following him and ultimately confronting the Revenant because that just resulted in a bunch of deaths. Uh, but again, like, it, it made sense in the context of the, so like, in the context of the story, I don't regret doing it. I don't regret shooting HK, what's-his-face. Yeah. I had some um, yeah. scenes that I wish I'd played differently. Yeah, I feel yeah. like, um, this is one we talked about, I feel like we had really like laid the groundwork to the Force thing like really, really well. And every time you pushed it a little further, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. we're, we're, we're going this way. Because at one point we even talked about re-rolling Aaron, and I was like, one of the random ideas I came up with, like as I was driving home, and was like, I'm gonna bother Bert because I'm his whole life. Um, was I was like, what if I, what if I was like a 102 year old man who like thought he was a Jedi and he was crazy and he turned out to actually be a Jedi? And you were like, well, I don't want force stuff in the show, so we're gonna have to put a lot of like screwed up rules yeah. on it so that it like doesn't work. So I, I didn't know we'd go as far as we did with the force up there, but. Um, yeah. Leading up to the to the Revan confrontation, like just talking to him, I feel like as a player, I felt like I had really like screwed up something that you had been building to by him being like, "I can teach you a lot of shit," and me be, and I didn't realize that like, I was no necessarily thanks. being like, I didn't realize that in that moment I was saying like, "Nah," I was, I thought I was saying like, "Sure, if they're safe," and you were like. Well, it seems like you just care about them being safe. So, and I was like, "What did I do?" <laughs> um, You're like, "I just want them to be safe." I was like, "Oh, yeah, uh, okay." In the end, I think it works for his arc because I sure, think. Sure, me too. Um, yeah, I agree. I think Aaron's arc is he was handed things, he was handed things, he was handed things, uh, and all of that went horribly wrong. And I sure. think him exactly. having that handed to him would also gone horribly wrong. So sure. sure. I think that was my way to try and. Humanize Revan because yeah. part of the thing that I find interesting is a lot of people know that uh, we've 
Well, alternated our timeline by Ooh. all of the unlocks <laughs> and yeah. stuff. But the assumption that we are playing in the quote-unquote prime timeline from the very beginning is wrong. We are playing in uh, a universe in which it was based off one of my many, many, many KOTOR experiences. So decisions that I made in alternate KOTOR... I was going to say, can I tell you that the Revan thing did not even cross my mind at all, even though they were the Revenant. Until because, like four weeks ago? No, well, here's why though, is because I played KOTOR, uh, but in my mind, Revenant is a woman. Uh, True. Because True. I played as a woman, True. so, you know, so it didn't even occur to me, even though like, yes, canonically that character is male, but like in my version, like obviously, like Revenant is a woman and Carthonassi is best video game husband of life. <laughs> oh, he's the worst! Oh no, he's the best. Oh, I hate him. The best. <laughs> I'm really trying. Honestly, I'm so sorry, Emma. The thing that I think I regret most is uh, probably kicking Kalara out of the VIP room. Aww. Oh, yeah. 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 Because, like, once she found out that the mission was to get something off of Benisar Horton's Jr.'s person, she was like, Io was like, this is in my wheelhouse. Because yeah. you know what Coruscant Io was like. I'm going to bang that dude. And she was going to get that key off of him once he took his clothes off in front of her. Sure. And Kalara mm. came in. What she did. She blocked and, it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. And I didn't um, know that was the plan. <laughs> for a lot of different reasons, but you know, Kalara didn't know that her. Yeah. Uh, but True. also, Kalara also knew that her help wasn't needed because nobody called for help. And I think Io probably yes. stood her ground a little bit more. I don't know, but yeah. she didn't feel that way though. Like she, I, and and I mean, somebody in Reddit one time like made this comparison that I was very flattered by of you know. They sort of, they compared Kilara in a way as a leader to like uh, Diana, aka Wonder Woman, in the like she's not the kind of leader that's gonna like sit back and like send people into battle without mm. her. She's the kind of person that like right. <clears throat> wants to be involved and is always going to make her own jo- choices and do what she's going to. She's not do. necessarily Cyclops. No, right. no. So so it wouldn't have made sense for her to just be like. They got this, but I also think that after that mission, there was more of her going, you know what, I'm not needed here. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, but, and yeah. that is called growth. Correct, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. From Io's book, I remember thinking, this is exactly what Papa used to do. Uh, Papa used to do that. That time. makes a and lot more sense to me because yeah. I was like so sad in the moment that I was like, yeah. I don't. Uh, like and I know, she, I kind of screwed this up, but yeah. and then Damn. she called. Then she called Io the best dressed person in the room. The help in front of Aaron to calling him his bodyguard. I was just like, oh no. I, 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 I still stand by. I thought that was a good cover. Uh, <laughs> well, but at first she was a socialite, according to Ben Hortorn Jr. She was she was a high flying socialite. Got and it. She became something else entirely. Um, but I think Io would have definitely held her ground a little bit more because that was the first time she felt like herself after she thought Papa was gone. And she felt free of that sort of shadow. That to the end and well. you save that till the end as well. Um, and then from uh, above game perspective over that, I was actually bringing on, planning on bringing on chorus on Io in sure. season two. Sure. And after that moment, I didn't have a natural place to throw her in there until mm-hmm. basically Chandrilla. Yeah. There was really no way to kind of bring who Io really was until five months after that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in between that, it was just, you know, Io was punchy, punchy, shooty, shooty, which is not her. Um, right. But again, but I mean, I I think you know it it led to some good 
It looks some really good stuff. On yeah. the part of Kilara as a character, and in her defense, she didn't know. Like, from her perspective, she's like, oh, well, I'm good at talking to people, and my friends might be in danger, so I'm going to get in there and help them out. Mm-hmm. And from Maya's perspective, it was, it was like... Like, right, it was nobody, her being like Papa, not help. trusting her. Yeah, or nobody yeah. called for help. So, but I think it led to some really, really great character moments. But from looking, standing in Io's shoes, you probably would have stood your ground a little bit more, as opposed to going, "What's going on here? Where is this going?" Um, and then it led to Aaron essentially committing like cold-blooded murder. Yeah. Huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Remember when I killed that guy? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about yeah. that. <laughs> you might want to lay low for a while. I don't know. And I remember thinking in that moment, if Io was just like, Io was thinking, if I had just been allowed to do what I do best, this wouldn't have happened to Aaron. And mm-hmm. she made the she made the personal promise to protect him with way back in season one. Someone asked, uh, I, I think it was the moon rules, I think. Um, no, it was not. It was, uh, it was, yeah, it was in the rules. Great. Um, if, if on the in the last arc, if it looked like Aaron was like, I feel like he was on his way to die. He really wanted to have a rope Can I, can I jump in here? Can I jump in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I jump the fuck in here? Yeah. Uh, you were supposed to die in the last episode. I was gunning what? for you. Oh, I was supposed to uh, die so much for longer. I know. That. That's why I was like, I have one last shot. With this that droid. And, no, 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 it was the oh. entire episode. Oh. But I was going to give. It was going to be decided, a fucking battle droid at first. Fuck that. Dude, that wall, I gave. Damn, I gave that was tough. Everyone collectively, the first person who gets, quote unquote, because at this point I was like, no, if you reach zero, you're dead, right? Mm-hmm. I was going to give that person the body shield of K201. K- yep, K201. K2! You consumed it. And I was like, great. You don't get another one. And. And. I had to like make up on the fly uh, the entire, literally the, from the point in which Kalara went with CZ onward, I just made up because it yeah. was not part of my plan. Where I was like, I'm dropping in destroyers, like missile pods and flamethrowers and all amazing. this fucking shit. And it's a testament to the people who watch the show and the people that care about Aaron. It kept them because alive. Because the alive. amount of dice. At that point, you were the only light side player. So yeah, for the entire true. last episode, everything that was contributed to light side was literally for you to keep you alive. Yeah. And that's 100% what it did. Yep. And I'm very pissed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's actually from Erica977. And she asked, like, hey, what do you think I would have done if Aaron died in postmortem? I mean, both the initial reaction. Oh, in postmortem. Oh, that was the episode yes. where we sacrificed Kuhn. Yeah. Yes. Uh, 100% exactly. she would have left. Yeah. Sure. For good. Absolutely. 100% because, again, we, Bert and I talked about this for like a year prior. She made the promise to protect him when he came back. Um, and then just kind of leading up to taking into account all the events that, lead up, that led up to that, if Kalara hadn't given her the choice to make the choice that she did, then she would have, again, it's that Papa shadow again, she would have said, this happened on your watch because Papa never keeps her promises, and then she would have left for good. I mean, you could just yeah. cut his arm off, you know, oh, like, uh, maybe leg, yeah. the dot, or leg, oh, whatever. I'll say, uh, <laughs> yeah. say Papa comments to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, she, she, she would have loved that was That was the third time we talked about what happens if Aaron's gone. Yeah. At that point. 
Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Herg has a couple of regrets. Oh. Number one, Herg regrets not jumping over that desk and killing Randall. <laughs> with his bare hands in any of the meetings, in any of the time he interacted with Randall. To just, to just try it to see what Bert would have done. Number two, uh, Herb definitely regrets picking up CZ70B at the end of that, uh, at the end of the adventure. Oh, there. yeah, right. And then he gets that. He definitely regrets that. Can I, can I yeah. interject one well, last thing? Yes, yeah. but real quick, I was gonna say that I loved each of y'all's characters so much that I would have been disappointed if anybody except Herb died. Oh. And when I was dying, in my brain, I was like. I was so happy. I was like, "Yes, mm -hmm. this is perfect. This is great. This yeah. is great. This it should how this death. should be how he's going to uh -huh. go out. It all makes sense." And I was just glad that it wasn't anybody else or Aaron yeah. too. So yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. What were you going to say? Bro? <laughs> uh, well, I'll say it. it was okay. the, the the CZ seven OB thing uh, is completely uh, ad libbed. I had no clue any of that shit was happening in the episode. When, when so when, 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 when he turned to Valcorn. Oh, that was so, amazing. Not, that not was a single, not a single, single one of so us knew. So that entire episode is everyone just being like, okay. What? And we're going with it and like, I'm going to run and chase up with him. And I'm looking at Darren, I'm like, he doesn't want you to chase up with him. And I'm well, like. Well, and Darren, and the thing is, it's like, I, I know just, again, it's that whole improv thing of like playing to the height of your intelligence. Mm -hmm. Darren knew that I knew who Valcorian was. Mm -hmm. So he looked to me to be like, fill the people in and I was like okay <laughs> and uh and yeah but it like made so much sense within the context of your story so he was just an accidental genius he was an accidental genius and yeah. that became the end villain yeah. I remember being and I'm like, glad that you yeah. chopped him up with the lights me too it's great I remember being that. like man that was a heck of a way to get a character out of the game and you were like he, he didn't tell me he was gonna do you know, what, you know what? I was thinking about what, what Caleb would have regretted was uh, getting injured so badly in what ended up being my last episode, sure, the one before the last yeah. one, because uh, uh, he had made a kind of a bargain with you guys that you know yeah. he would help, and he would have absolutely. He would of have course. gone with you and fought to the death yeah. if he needed to. So to have to hang back, that would have really bummed. I mean, it bummed yeah. me out personally too no, that okay, I couldn't yeah. be in that episode. But well, the way it was handled was well. That I know, and I will maybe say maybe it was also, all right then. <laughs> that, like full disclosure, I, I, I was, I sort of knew it was Keith's last episode, but I sort of forgot, just like being mm -hmm. really present in the moment, and also knowing that Caleb, and and knowing one hundred percent that Caleb was this character that would have seen the fight through to the end. Mm -hmm. That was one of the things that I loved about Caleb was he was so so loyal. I think particularly to Herg and to Kalara. Um, and uh, he... He would have been. He would have been. No, he would have been. You guys um, made it hard for him. He did. He made it, okay. he made it no, difficult. He made it hard for I wanted Caleb. to. Because um, Caleb was like the one truly good person in the crew. Um, oh, that temple vision. I have to bring up that temple Yeah. Right, right. But, uh, but just to, to kind of jump off of that, like I will say as a player, the mm -hmm. regret that I have is not saying to you, like, in character in your last episode, no, you need to go with Karn and Lara. You don't sure. need to be involved no. in any of this. Yeah. You're hurt, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Because I know that you would have yes-handed it and gone with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would have had so, to. I would have been like, oh, shit, I'm not going to be there. It would yeah, have had to be a, a big... It would have had to been a good push. Sure. Just because, I mean, above game, I knew I wasn't going to be there. I know, yeah. But within the game, like, he yeah. would have... He yeah. could have done it. Sure. He would have done anything yeah. he could have done, even even staying by the ship, which I guess he did. Yeah. Had you needed him or whatever, yeah. like he would have done that because he because he got to fulfill all yeah. the things he needed to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he he really did. We really and tried you guys to keep that of that. Yeah, yes, we too. did. Emma, yeah. you didn't have any other uh, 
Any other regrets? <laughs> I didn't know you were still alive, <laughs> asshole. You didn't know, oh, so you were fine with just leaving your No, best I was not. Friend. I was just said Captain is best captain every fucking week. Uh, just leaving him on his deathbed. <laughs> not being present. I was trying in to his final save moments. everybody else. Well, yeah. the okay. moon rules actually right. wants to know what did the Ojimbo crew do for in honor of her <laughs> legacy when he dies. <laughs> well, we brought him back to Jagoria. Right, right. We presented right to Emrys. Right, to Emrys. We sang Jub Jub. Yep, we would have probably burned his body and sang songs. In my head canon. In my head canon, this is one of the things that I talked uh, to Hector about. I'm about to say her, because anytime we're here, I refer to you guys only as your character players, and this is really hard for me. Uh, Hector, about afterwards, was like, if this whole idea of like this generation afterwards. Yeah. And just being like, not even saying that it, he would have to play it. It could be an NPC. <laughs> but knowing somewhere running around the universe is a little uh, Tagorian... A uh, woman who has a vibro axe, yeah. who is running around, and, and in her honor of her father that she never knew, mm-hmm. is throating to scroting everyone. Oh, I, oh. and like oh. the opposite. <laughs> well, she does it the opposite way to rebel. She's right. a teenager yeah. at this yeah. point. Yeah, and, or, uh, I made the joke. I was like, "There's like, there's like a Tagorian like." bounty hunter that goes around specifically saving kids like she, yeah. Yeah. she like anytime somebody fucks with kids she's like no any child of any race I will kill them if you mess with them yeah, my, my pu- I pushed it further with my little I like jotted it down when I got home was literally uh, the tales of the children of Herg. It's like that's what they're that's what people know yeah. them as and it's these three Tagorians that just like save trafficked kids yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Like, I like that everyone's just like also, traffickers and slavers are just scared shit yeah. of them I think this happened uh, I think this worked out last year. I had a chance to see the movie Coco like a week or two before it came yeah, out. Yeah, and then it became and one that, of Tagorian's that, culture. And I don't know if, if the movie had come I out. It, though. Yeah, I don't know if the movie had come out then, but it's... It, it hadn't. Like, I, 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 it no, full disclosure, you, you came at me with that. I saw Coco yes. maybe a week later because I saw yes. it opening weekend, and I went, wait a second. <laughs> so I put in the detail that in Tagorian culture, they believe, just like Mexicans, yes. that... Uh, you die first, but then you really die a second death when, when people, people forget you. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Like Chicharron when he when he oh, yeah. Yeah. Chicharron. So that so like but because I was lucky that I went to an advanced screening of Coco, yeah. I was jazzed on the movie Coco. I'm like, this movie's <laughs> it was amazing. A great movie. Great, great movie. movie. Super proud of being Mexican. Super great. We came into this on Wednesday and I forgot even what the context was, but somebody we were talking about death in some way and oh, yeah, like, Tagorians believe and I think it was, it, believe, I think it was when um yeah, it was. It, I think it was after Spira and like Kilara was feeling shitty about herself, and yes. that really did make yeah. me feel better. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I just like planted that seed, and I think I hoped. I'm like, I wonder if uh, people are gonna watch Coco when it comes out. Hey, that's from that's, Star Wars. They yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stole that from Pencils and Barton. Perks love and Coco saved an episode later too, because. Uh, uh, this is after post mortem. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim's a very like character player, and I'm a very like we got to move the story, like narrative yeah, player, so. and sometimes I think that those would just sort of mm-hmm. like clash, where we'd just be in a scene, and I would just be like, if "This was a TV show. We'd need to do this now." Yeah. And just yeah. Be like, Fuck you. I'm in character, yeah. and um, uh, uh, I like just did some riff about uh, her Coco. loving the movie Coco, and it was it was one of her like real deep in oh. character like was great. <laughs> episodes, and I broke her, and I was like. Okay, because I was like, I, it was one of those ones where I was like, I think we're gonna go like this way, and it's gonna like go bad. Yeah, and, and that's a testament, I think, to all of you, because it's one of those weird places when you're doing an RPG, especially like this, where it's a show, and there's you're trying to keep. 
people watching and you're trying to right. there's all these different things and it's a very fine line of like what's too much what's too not and sometimes we rode that line a little bit on the middle but there would be a there'd be episodes where you know i wouldn't have to say anything for an entire hour yeah, because yeah you guys that's just true in a bottle episode on the yeah. ojimbo talking yeah. things out and like to me i'm sitting there like this is really cool character development I'm sure there's somebody who would jump in the chat and be like, this is dumb, and then like chop. Sure, I'm out. sure there was. But, I mean, it's a testament to the fact that you guys really took and owned your characters yeah. every yeah. single day. Yeah. That every was the best stuff. Time. Yeah, that, yeah. That, those were my favorite episodes. Although I will like to say, because I do go back in every chat, can people stop calling me a method actor? <laughs> because method acting is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit. Well, if you see an actor cry on camera or on stage, it's just called acting, period. <laughs> Afterwards, I go out and I have drinks and I have laugh. Method actors stay in it 24-7. One time you slapped me in the face and you were like, I'm Io Corvica. <laughs> 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 But no, like I, I were method. I would have stayed in those dark moments. You would show up in a dress and a whip. Yeah, like twenty four yeah. seven, and then like I would be miserable to be around. It's just no, that's just acting. Yeah. Period. Um, it's just not. I hate method. But those, those really, those really strong character scenes are were some of my favorite. Uh, Caleb just dropping, Keith just dropping oh, her God, fucking monologue so after Dude, after it, that was literally, so like, to good. me, I, and, I, and, and this is something that I, you know, I, I've always super admired about Keith as a performer on the show is that his, ugh, God, your fucking ability to improvise dialogue just that makes it sound scripted. Next level. Yeah. It sounds you. so scripted. Yeah. So but like in a, oh, in a good Jesus. way. That's not very kind. Of, I feel the same way about all of you guys. Though. I mean, I listen to all of you guys and you all have something super special that I like, learned from you or that you taught me or that you God, did constantly. But so you stayed good. consistent. But that monologue yeah, I, just laid into Aaron was like, yeah. oh. well, look, sorry. If you could, <laughs> I, I don't think like, I'm sorry if you were on Aaron's side after Caleb's monologue. Like, we I don't yeah. understand your point of view. A lot of people all. were though. I, I did I go know. to the chat room after that, and because I was really curious no, about that. I was and there were a lot of people Caleb. that were very much on your side. Out of because that he's situation. a silly fop, and people were like, "He's fun." I stars. relate to him. Um, yeah. Uh, well, because it's like he came in and he was like, "He's a dumb, funny idiot," but like that has a shelf life. And then it was like he's mm. lying to everyone. And for me, like that had a shelf life. And at some point, I'm like, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. Mm. And Caleb saying uh, you have to make a decision about what oh. you want for yourself oh. and what you want for your crew. Oh. I wrote that at the top of my fucking notes every day, dude. Yeah. Like that, was, that became the character. That became his art for like yeah. from then on. Was I bounced like every choice I made as that character off that sentence? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. I mean, to me, it was funny because to me, there was like. Again, that was one of those moments where I didn't have a lot of choice. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought. I mean, it just, just going by where the character. I mean, this yeah. is a character that had. Uh, Left his family sure. um, to go with his brother and keep his brother safe, hopefully. Yeah. And that didn't work. And he lost his brother and he did everything he could to, yeah. to save his brother. And he was at kind of this crossroads. He couldn't go. He didn't want to go back to his family. He didn't want to tell them and yeah. face the music, what had happened, and, and face their disappointment and deal with that grief. Um, so he was looking for a new something. Yeah. He didn't even know what. And that's when he ran into Randall, which I don't know how. I mean, I'm curious with you how that happened. But, but, uh, when he met with you guys, it was just, you know, let's just make some money. I got to kind of get away from the bounty. He'd screwed up his bounty hunter career and he'd screwed up his life and he just needed something new and he wanted anything that was a change of pace. Mm-hmm. Um, a change in the currents. A change in the Exactly, exactly. And uh, so for, once, he got, once he started to trust you guys, 
once he trusted the Yojimbo crew, that kind of became his family to him, to some degree, you know what I mean? He was very, he, he was very much like, I trust these guys because we'd been in enough situations yeah. where he, I knew that you guys had my back and that was the first real moment where it was like, he's doing a bunch of shit, Aaron's doing a bunch of shit behind my back, behind yeah. all of our backs. Not that you owed it to me, mm-hmm. but I mean to everyone. Once I had uh, inspected Rue and I was like, what is all this tech in here? There's other stuff he's broadcasting to some, you know, information yeah. to someone else. Mm-hmm. And you know, with taking out cool, it was just, and leaving us in the sure. middle of a battle and that had never happened. Literally telling you I was going to murder you. There was yeah. that too. There is but that. that was after. Yeah, that was afterwards. But at that point, I mean, and the other thing was nobody knew my past. But in my past, also like, well, who are you sending information to? Because I, I had a bounty on half of me, and so that was another. I couldn't say that, yeah. but that was another thing. Like, oh, I don't shit. know yeah. what's going yeah. on. Yeah. And on yeah. top of that, one of the things that Keith and I have talked about is like, as soon as you guys got aboard the Indomitable. Keith hacked the shit out of it, and he got, like, got records that he could. Right. So like, part of it was like he knew that you were slave trading before everyone else uh, knew. Uh, we never, yeah. we never, we've never resolved yeah. this. is the perfect time to, to okay. talk about it. <laughs> but, like, but that was an like, added level of vitamin. Like, Keith's like, so am I? Yeah, am you should have died instead of her, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron was terrible. I sold, I sold, I sold terrible slaves. Yeah. No, okay, no so he the, got better. He the, was an asshole. So he no, did. The people was a great character thing, for him. Yeah, really good The people-moving thing, we never really got a chance to play it out, but uh, uh, Aaron was operating the Mako Club as a front for Randall. Sure. Um, and they built a people mover like at Disneyland. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. oh so that's, that's where we they were different color cars. That's where those yeah, things yeah. like yeah. at the end of uh, Spira, where it was like uh, Randall uh, uh, own, own, owns me, and everyone's like, leave him alone, and it was like, oh, and and Randall, Randall, tells him, Randall was like looking at you, being like, yes, I own, <laughs> I lift my curse. But people mover, we never got into it. But Aaron was. Um, Selling Alliance op- or Randall's operatives into uh, Imperials and Hut slave camps, so that with the idea that they were just moving mm, that they were spies, rebel troops, like, it. and so okay, when okay, the day okay. came that it needed, uh, they would. They were already, yeah, they, they were already. They would set up like infrastructures and stuff. Yeah, I totally yeah. thought that was going to be a bigger point with two of you because of the whole like slavery thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There That's part of why like, I went off on you because yeah. I knew some of your history right. too. Yeah. And it was so like you're overlooking all, I mean that's what my character was like yeah. like you're letting everything go and I know you hate so you have a thing for slavery you no brought it multiple times. Game, you were so good that episode I forgot that I was Io. I said some like bullshit line just to remind myself that I was still in the room but the entire mm. time I wasn't thinking as her. I was like the entire time I was like <laughs> yeah. The only thing that was going through my head, so I had no response to that because I wasn't her at the time. I was just me. Yeah. Well, that was a fun. It was a fun episode yeah. because it really. Yeah. I don't remember like any. I was just riffing mm-hmm. yeah. because I knew I knew where he was coming from. I knew my motivations for both of you, mm-hmm. um, and I knew what I was personally allowed, willing to say. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. This was not a good time because I actually was going into that episode. As with a few episodes before that, like, is it time to reveal some more information? How can I get this out? Right. Who, yeah. Which character would I trust to talk to? Right, 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 right. Which, strangely enough, yeah. ended up being you that I said some stuff, like, a few yeah. episodes later. Yeah. But it was not the way I planned. I mean, I remember it was like, that I was, was like, Herg, I would probably way. pull yeah. Herg aside. And things just didn't work out. It right. just didn't, like, I would time it. And I'd be like, yeah. oh, this is a good time. I'm going to talk to her. And it just didn't work right. out. Yeah. No, no. It was oh, all timing stuff with what was going on. Um, 
Because both both of you two, I would have tr- I would have trusted no. either of you before that moment. Before that, right? But I right. yeah, and I and I remember too, like in in that episode, you know, when because uh, Caleb had t- talked to Herg about how he felt like uh, Io's decision making was clouded because he suspected that she was in love with Aaron, and then mm-hmm. you know when Caleb was talking with Kalara afterwards about like what are we going to do about Aaron, and she's like, I don't know, I think we still got to go with him. He's like, well, I trust your decision making, and that that was a really important moment for me feeling like oh like Caleb is really mm. part of this team and he does believe in me mm-hmm. and yeah it was that was yeah. a that was an important moment um, for her as a character I remember going back and like looking I remember re-watching a number of past episodes and her reasoning for that is one she at the at that point anyway I was the only person Aaron had been 100% transparent about he told her about his mom sure back on Spira. Mm. he told her about his dad back mm. on Spira as well as, as well right. as the fact that Apparently has a, a sister, as well as the fact that he had that vision where he imagined killing him. So he had been at that point. Told her Papa was alive. Sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Right, right, right. Also, that was also layered on top of the fact that he came back, which knowing her backstory is mm-hmm. huge mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. her. Um, we only have about yeah. like ten minutes left. Oh, but yeah. I want to open the floor to Burke because yeah. he's he's got some stuff I know he wants to. Oh yeah. Some questions that I know that he's ready oh. to tie in. Casey or zero one list with you. Unless you have specific questions from your thing, I'm just gonna go through. No, I know you're ready. Okay. I didn't know. And like hit oh, some yeah. random things. Okay. Uh, no, we'll try we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Rapid fire. Cool. Is Coop really dead? Yes. Also dead. Invader Zim. Do you know what happened to that human replacement droid factory? There's only been yeah. one uh, H, a human replacement droid, whatever they were called, yeah, HRD. Uh, yeah. in the entire series. Can anyone guess who it was? Ooh. Ooh. The Jander guy that worked for Randall. Yeah, you knew it. No, that's not it. No. It was Randall himself. Was it was it? definitely not that. Life I have to give my notes. Exactly. I, was, I was leaning towards game. Nope. But I know it was, was not him. Was it fake Papa? It was Lynn Hale. The female. No. Of the oh shit! Of I was like, this is so obvious. They, it was the <laughs> one human. Oh, person. yeah. You yeah. didn't meet her. Only, on, only, yeah. uh, only her. Okay, yes. No, you never met her. Yeah, it was. Only it was the one. Oh. The one right, next, human. Next, 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 next person. Next. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Even uh, though she had beer on the ship. Yeah, they can eat. They can eat and drink, and it's fine. Yeah. And uh, uh, why did Randall have a mechanical hand? Because he lost his other. Because he lost an arm. Uh, could they have saved CZ's and Obi? Nope. No. Uh, what no happened to Obi? He showed up. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, he was there. Everyone, he showed up. I we said that squadron showed up. Yeah. They showed up. People in chat were so salty that we didn't fight Vader at the end. They were like, Bird, you promised us Vader. Oh, I said no, death squadron no, no, no. shows up. We would have absolutely died. <laughs> I'm just going through we're all of these. We're going to rogue one this. Uh, <laughs> who's Randall really working for? Here's a really, he, No, no, no. Oh. Here's a really interesting the thing. The Emperor. Emperor Palpatine. Uh, no. So <laughs> when I started off the series. We never got to, uh, I'll tell you. I'll yeah, tell I'll you tell you all about it. This is kind of what this is. Okay. Randall created this whole, he basically, Randall was with the Rebel Alliance, Alexander Choi was with the Empire. Through a series of different events, the two of them, maybe they were, insert whatever you want into this thing, maybe they were like, I know what you're thinking, but they're counteroperative, maybe they've got, maybe they've gotten to, whatever, these two people have crossed paths. Yeah, and Mr. and Mr. Smith. <laughs> and they Mr. and Mr. Smith. They cross paths uh, night after night. Randall they said, I didn't really get it. We'll go into it. Um, I won't go into it. But the two of them came up with a plan to basically be like, hey, we are basically the two like guardians of, like we both are fighting for opposite sides and that's fine. But if ever there's a moment where we need to have 
like there need to be like cross intelligence mm. or uh, you know there's a sort of thing that like threads everything we're on it and you guys killed Alexander Troy in the first four my goal was and even though he like killed looters and he was trying to like hold up his like mm-hmm. his uh, persona of his imperial I was like I want to have a character who's an imperial who's actually Ultimately, going to be really lovable. Yeah. And a rebel character is ultimately really good. Oh no! Really and we killed the next and like Imperial and, and saved the shit. And you killed him. And I'm like, alright, this is fine. I'm just going to double down on this fucking oh, asshole God. rebel character. Uh, so Thanks a lot, was, Darren DePaul. <laughs> their idea was. I remember, yeah. like, even in the moment that Alexander Shaw got killed, being like, why did you do that? Um, and so ultimately. Right, there was a goal at the end of it. It didn't quite fully get there, but there's ultimately going to be a goal where going up against the Revenant was going to be a joint Rebel and Imperial offense. Uh, be like, we need to take these guys out while you guys are on there. Semi, it didn't quite get there. But and then Alexander Troy and then Randall would get married. Papa, yes. uh, you guys killed Papa's sister on Cloud City. Oh. That was not a clone. It was not a droid. You yeah, I was sister. wondering if that was another HR. Uh, it was not. It was her sister. So some of your memories wow. of Patha are not actually Patha. Some of your memories were... Did they, like, uh, uh, prestige this? This was 100% prestige. the prestige. <laughs> 100%, 100% the prestige. So, equally so, right? Like, for the most part, though, mm-hmm. for the most part, your Patha that you knew was your Patha. Patha was also training your brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, that was kind of like that's why when the whole thing went down with you they're like you know what we're going to have twins we're going to get the two murder children and train them at the same time because this is more effective mm-hmm. Yannick the entire time was still working with him uh... at this point at this point uh, you know unfortunately it was like one of those things we'll go into the bigger thing later on but like you guys were the chosen ones but mm-hmm. like to, I laid the groundwork that like but... there were other people who have gone yeah. like HK47 could have gone and collected these at any time. Right. Because you've gone into all those temples and right. you noticed, they noticed there was like the three of you and one of them was carved off. The three of you. Sure, the droid. Yeah, so I, I, I thought so HK-47 for sure. He could go in there at any time. You guys just collected for him. But at the same point, there's a lot of contingencies, one of them being Yannick. Be like, well, yeah. you're technically could have been a Corvica. Mm-hmm. We can go for this. <laughs> uh, going with the whole uh, your guys' lineage. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff was like, I don't have specific names, but like I wanted to allow it some ambiguity that you can go yeah. with this stuff. Um, your, let's see, I'm gonna keep going through this list. Uh, mm-hmm. If you guys have questions, here's the here's the proof of time. Mm-hmm. Start spamming the chat with some mm-hmm. questions yeah. you want Rapid so I can start fire. answering them. Yeah. I'm gonna keep going through the Reddit. Matt, I'm gonna rely on you to look at that chat. Yeah. And you give them to me when they happen. All right, here we go. Uh, but in the meantime, I want to personally yeah, thank all of you guys uh, for coming here every single week for committing this, to, uh, for giving us your Wednesday to come and do something really awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was we really get to fun. like we get to create something. We got to create something really, really special every three hours on Wednesdays, and yeah. it wouldn't be here without you and guys. Fridays before that. Yeah, that's And we told something really awesome, and I'm just like I'm just really happy. That I was able to meet you guys, and that you guys were able to be part of the Thumper family. Um, and yeah. thank you guys for making this possible. Uh, this is the longest-running show on Hyper, and I'm like really yeah. fucking proud of it. So, so like, I love working on this yeah. and be even guesting on it. So, yeah. just thank you guys for everything you've done because uh, it's been an awesome. Yeah, and we, we're really proud of it. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got a question? Mark? No question. No. Oh, no, 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 Mika, uh, what did the Imperial uh, Dr. J- J- John Z. You knew me. Jesus, it's moving. Ah, it's my God. Uh, do to Coop and Aaron. 
Oh, that's oh. a great question. Uh, hey, spoiler alert. He just straight up killed Coop. He didn't do anything. All that was completely avoidable. What? He literally was just like, <laughs> gave him super blood. Uh, that Yunuzi was just like, I can't let the rebels have I can't let these people have it. So he did absolutely nothing, really. I mean, he used some of what he got from him to save Aaron. But like, he literally was like, I need to drain and kill Coop so that no one else gets the super blood. So completely unavoidable, and they literally <laughs> sold him over uh, for no reason. Oh my god! Yep. What the fuck? I killed you. Guys, we can't end that. I created the character. Uh, Chat. Wow. Chat was the one that wanted to kill you. That's right. It was. It was all chat. It was all chat. Draxius asked, uh, "Is there a chance we might go back to a galaxy far away at some point?" And uh, I think, I think there's always a chance. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like one-offs. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. look. With, yeah. As we say in this channel, with success, all things are possible. So continue to tell your friends. Yes. Want Please watch other shows. This channel, because I cannot stress it enough. Without this channel, none of us would be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, uh, so these stories live. T Boys asked, uh, "How did you first hear about PNP, and how did this cast come together?" I worked on it. Yeah, um, yeah. Was- cast Lucas sent me a Facebook message. and was like, "Want to do a Star Wars RPG?" Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Eric Darren was like, "Can I drop her name off with a guy named Lucas?" And I went, Erica Ishii tweeted about it. Oh yeah, your story's oh, actually yeah. really oh, And I was like, I had just, I think the week before discovered the Edge of the Empire book, I like mm-hmm. sat at a Barnes and Noble like I was in like high school again and just like I sat for it. a couple hours just like flipped through the book. And, um, and I was like, oh, I want to do something like this. And then Ishii tweeted about it. And then you stopped us. I and fucking bugging me. And like, hey, yeah. When can I come and be a guest on the show? Hector, when which, can I come and be a guest on the which show? Which also, like, joke, shut up, man. Which also, let me say <laughs> this. you on the show. Uh, uh, I... I am really into. I was not anymore. (laughs) 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 All right. I I was so intimidated by both of you. By both of us. Yes. Such just really, really huge, wonderful talents, and um, uh, uh, and so like that was that was really nerve wracking for me to be like, damn, if I I think I'd be a good fit. (laughs) Maybe. That's so funny. Uh, But yeah, I. I I did email Erica and I was like, "Who, who do I talk to for this?" And she was like, "I think, like uh, Zach." And I, and I was like, "Will you do that intro?" And I've never played the, the Emmy card before, <laughs> but I'll play it for this. <laughs> and like, I'm an Emmy award-winning writer. <laughs> like, I will play it for this. Like I really want to fucking do this show. On a, on a very quick, very quick uh, continuation of this, after Joe came on and guest, I literally when you showed up. Having literally met you the very first time showing up here, I thought you were immediately part of the crew. It's just like, hey man, like, hey dude, like, I've been watching these episodes. I was like, oh, cool, great. Yeah, Joe and, like, like knew what was going on. We, we like did the episode. And I was, was like, just oh, excited man. you guys didn't have to dance. This was, this was, yeah, <laughs> but like you, we did it, we did it, we did it, and then you like left. And like, I think the thing that I want to stress is like your love for the show didn't end with that no, moment. It didn't. You and it I were really constantly didn't. talking afterwards, being like, hey, how can I like I want to come back eventually? It's like, well. Here's the thing. When you come back eventually. Like, let's set it up. Let me like have them yeah. see you oh. randomly as you're walking by in our. Yeah, we talked about it. One a last thank you, and may the force be with you. Thank Enjoy you. some drinks on me. Yeah. Hashtag light. Thank you so much, Time Aurora. Yay, Time Aurora. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, so Darian asks, and I think this, we haven't touched on this, yeah. um, but uh, for Bert, um, they, they asked how fun was it to create the incentives of the unlocks every week. And I think oh. one's like a loose word. Like, that, that's exhausting, y'all. Like I, I had to come up with the incentives with Lucas and, like, and, and Zach yeah. and stuff for like all the it. shows. It's like, oh my god, how do we make this work? I only did it once, and it was stressful as hell. Yeah. So I don't. And know. you, Emma, you did. Yeah. I 
Yeah, I twice. really enjoyed uh, making them. Actually, I, but I only it had to do it twice. I only had to do it twice, though. Yeah. Uh, it, start, it started off before, when, mm-hmm. if you guys remember, way back in the beginning mm-hmm. of the game, we did Galactic Conquest. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it was not like, oh, things are unlocked. And like that was like cool. Right. But then right. I got to where I was like, I'm like, oh, how many battles are we going to do? Right. And then when it got to like items and stuff, it was great. But like it got to the point where I spent more time during a week prepping for unlocks yeah. than I did story. Yeah. Because uh, I'm like, wow. I'm sitting there being like, what do I do for three? Because like, yeah. no offense. The, if you asked me the question, what was the one unlock that you regret the most? Sorry, it's not Zero Kids. It's giving that fucking blaster that goddamn stat because that was the most broken fucking shit. No, that was on the no, 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 then there was that. Then there was that. Oh, so many times. Anyways, it doesn't uh, matter. All you did was make every single like presence check I ever did twenty times harder. That's tough. Um, yeah, I did. So unfortunately, we are right. at, oh, our at final the end of our time. time. Yes, I know, I know. Uh, but um, I do want to go back to uh, talk about Uniform Deer's question. Yes. What's next for you guys? Not mm. like in terms yeah. of are there RPGs? Like, did this open a door sure. to other RPGs? Sure. Or, or what's just next in your career? Oh, yeah. what, what's what's on the way? Um, uh, I think for me, uh, I'm still doing a bunch of internet stuff. Still schmodowning. Uh, Showing up on Jedi Council more often at Collider, which has been really fun. Uh, it's really funny. I it, people were like, "You've never been on that show before." I was like, "No." Like even Christian, the first time I got, came on, was like, "I can't believe you've never been on this before." And I was like, "Yeah, me too, dude. I kind of wanted to do this for a while so I could tell people to watch my Star Wars RPG." Um, it's over now. But it's over uh, now. It's over now. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I mean some. Uh, things I can't talk about, uh, and then um, tell us about those. Well, let me tell you about NDA, the thing, uh, and Ooh, then. Awesome. Uh, but I think no, I think that for me though, the the thing that has that's been really eye opening for me about doing this show is making me go, what do I want to do? Because I I've really been enjoying sort of the like broadcaster path that I've been on, but a lot of this show is acting and it's also writing and so there is this part of me that's going do I still want to be an actor or do I want to be a writer so but not in a but like in a, in a good way in a, in a good way that's like opening it up for me to be like I feel like maybe there's a divergence in my career path coming up uh, and that's exciting I don't yeah. know we'll see <laughs> yeah. Katie gonna be in any Star Wars cartoons coming up all kinds of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I don't yeah. even know. Well, nor can I talk. I do. I, sometimes they don't tell you yeah. what you're auditioning yeah. for. And, uh, and then I don't talk about it until they say, hey, you yeah. can talk about it. Um, this was uh, really cool for me. This was a very new experience yeah. for me. I don't know. I'm not even sure what I thought it was going to be going into it. I remember being a, a little nervous about it. Like, I don't know. I mean, it, it actually... I was worried about the Star Wars knowledge and it's kind of good that Nautilus there's not a lot of canon out there yeah. mm-hmm. and that actually worked to my Same advantage yeah. it was nice up that now people are teaching their kids they think it's totally yes. Tagorian it's, it's the yeah. sweetest yeah. coolest thing it. and I'm like there's no details about this thing yeah. in Star Wars yeah. it's great but it, was ni- it was nice to kind of have that like I was you know so I got to come up with my own expressions and the way we would talk and the things we would say and Water the metaphors. creatures <laughs> yeah it was, it was funny too because I had like right off the bat I had things like you know Gampasa Pudu and Gampasa are these large that. turtles mm-hmm. that we actually build they're so large 
that Nodlands actually will build whole villages on, on their backs. Their backs. <laughs> right, which is, but that was the only animal that existed in all okay, of so the canon. That was it. That was all there was. Yeah. Um, but it, it was so much fun. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, the weeks that I didn't get to do it or that I had like four weeks off, I really missed the show and I really missed you guys. And missed, I, yeah, we I missed, missed being too, yeah. a part of it. And it was hard to come back. Not in a bad no. way. It was good to come back. But it was, I hated that I missed four episodes. Sure. I came back with that coop episode and I was like, what the is going on a you know, luxury planet? And I just was like, I don't oh, know yeah. any of these people. Oh, I, know. I don't know oh, what, I'm trying my best. What is this thing that I, that makes me feel good? Like what we have to some board in it or something? There was all kinds of stuff going on. And so that, you know. But I don't. I don't have any other plans to do another. I mean, it was. It was. It was always a kind of a bit of a time crunch, more with family than it. So yeah. it's not like a career busy thing. It was. It was just family stuff to do yeah. this at night and stuff. Yeah, uh, but sure. it was. It was so rewarding. It was so much fun. Yeah. I. I hope whether it's for fun or whatever, I get to do something like this again because yeah. this was. Uh, more addictive, I think, than I than I realized Anything it was going to be. Yeah, way more than I realized it would be too. Yeah, yeah. so it was, it was a blast. It was a lot. And thank you know, every thank all of you. Thank everybody for watching and making. Because if there was no audiences, I don't think they would have even gotten to me joining the show. It would have been like, yeah, nobody's watching this, so uh, it's done. that's done. <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean, that was a, a, a lot of the enjoyment is that uh, you know that actually people were paying attention and had things to say about it yeah. in the chat rooms and stuff, and people said things like this. It wouldn't be a true hyper rebounds per game show without this. Poop, 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 poop. Is that poop? Overbaldy! Is this heard on a bed? Poop. God. Poop. Is this the Damn it, Overbaldy! Is this the Wampus song? I've never had to deal with this. Because John, thank you. So this is probably. Yeah. This is a perception check. He deals with this a lot. It's a joke. Poop. 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 Fuck you, Uber Ball! <laughs> <laughs> it's not your show! Hector, how are you? Can you follow up that? Yeah. Poop? Can you follow the uh, poop ride? No, no, no plans right now for what's next as it relates to RPGs or Star Wars stuff sure. or whatever, but stay tuned. Like we were saying, keep watching Hyper RPG. Because I feel like uh, we're moving more into, I say we, Hyper RPG is moving more into like tackling shows like this and the, in the sort of season format. Sure. Yes, Which means yeah. that there's like a constantly rotating schedule of stuff. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if you see us in different things. Sure. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, later there's a chance for Fences and Parsecs or an iteration of it to come back in either a one-off form or like, again, another little a season yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So stay tuned and, and uh, keep supporting all of these lovely people. And adding on to that too, um, we are growing as a company, which is pretty cool. But part of that is a lot of our new shows, we're actually doing like official shows with Licensed like bigger stuff. brands yeah. and stuff, which we never really have gotten to do ever since like Hyper, like, you know, Valiant and Hyperforce and stuff like mm-hmm. opened up on new doors. So like expect to be called. And I, I hope you guys, if yeah. I understand if you're busy, but I hope you guys answer the call because we are working with you guys and we want you guys to get really cool work. Um, but I want you guys to know that it just takes some time because we're growing and that's yeah. pretty dope. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Cool. I'll call Disney to see if they will sponsor, sponsor a Star Wars show. Perfect. Yeah, I love you it. Know what is what? it? There's lots I'll of spice. I'll bite the bullet and write a cartoon show. <laughs> 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 if I must. There's drugs and sex. It's yeah. totally yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> it's all on HBO. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about you guys? Uh, well, I'm excited to leave this Q&A leaving all of Arabelle's secrets uh, 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 in, in secret land. Uh, <laughs> fan fiction. 
It's not. If he writes it, though, is it fan fiction? <laughs> <laughs> if Joe writes it, I don't Shut think it's fan fiction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's canon. You guys will never know shit about that little planet. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm doing the same shit I usually do. Um, uh, I, I still have a, a four-minute comedy EP you could buy for four dollars about a, a dollar. A dollar to Santa. That gets into comedy. It's, it's Claims at me whenever I turn on my car. Yeah, <laughs> it's the auto play on Kim's. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so alphabetically it like lands first, so I just get Gary screaming at me. Whenever. His name is Gary. Um, uh, so I would very much appreciate if you spent four dollars on that and supported me making dumber shit like that. Um, uh, I'll always be down to show up here when uh, when you guys call me. Um, this this show has meant a lot. Um, being a part of this cast and the, uh, coming to this house has meant a lot. It's it's just such a welcoming place. Um, when you know when shit went down for us uh, last year and we had to take out some trash that blew up our lives, uh, uh, the first fucking person that made it very very clear that uh, uh, we weren't all outcast was was Zach. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so I I will always really 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 appreciate that. Yeah. So I'll, yeah, you guys like like the bat signal, and I'll you know that Michael Keaton gif. Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Cool. Yeah. 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 Oh man, I can't pull <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's just professional auditioner. Life in the four hundred five. That's. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll tell you what we. What I what I feel comfy knowing that we'll all be able to kind of continue on doing is um, is keeping the crew together in a lot of different ways. Like uh, I, I had like a little surprise shindig thrown for me over Memorial Day weekend, and they opened the door. Memorial and Day? Labor Day. Day was it? Which three day was? Yeah. There was a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. It was. It was, it was, it was <laughs> this this was the group when when I when the door got opened, and that meant so 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 much to me. Uh, so that that's. What else? Okay. I'm happy that we'll continue doing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's just same old, same old. Just going out for stuff and hoping somebody calls back. And yeah. um, other than that, comes as a car sex season four. Um, <laughs> is that is that happening? <laughs> Are you announcing this right now? We get twelve thousand dollars right now. We'll think about it. <laughs> you know, and also, like people ask us, like, what are we bringing TV fights and Roxy Stringer back and shit like that? And it's like when all of a sudden on YouTube they break like a shitload of views. Yeah, that's that's, that's like the shitty truth of it. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Though. Share this stuff with your. You gotta friends. share, 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 share. Yeah, share, share. Uh, and keep, that's the thing is, is uh, yeah. And, and you know, all of our VODs are unlocked. They're all there on Twitch, and most of the show at this point, if not all of it, is on YouTube. And it's like, just keep sharing that content. I mean, we have people continuing to discover this show yeah. Yeah. to yeah. this day. There's one guy that mentioned it in like a month. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, I was like, that's Damn. insane. Yeah. It was like 300 hours or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of that's... us mumbling through some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess his yeah. name is Nick McNickerson. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, keep sharing, like, keep hashtagging, yeah. keep making fan art, yep. fan fiction, oh, yeah. you know, by Um yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, writing a story right now that's yeah. almost done that I'm going to post pretty soon and then you'll oh, yeah. all be able to read it and it explores a little bit of a 
relationship that I didn't really get to get into in the show. So Ooh, yeah, nice. Yeah. How about you, man? Uh, I wrote a book. Yeah. So stay tuned for more information on that. Oh. I will have cool things maybe to show everyone soon. Uh, you can visit a really cool, fun science fiction world that I cover with a buddy of mine. Nice. Uh, it has two of probably, well, it has one of, it has my most favorite character that I've ever written lines for. Oh. So she's pretty awesome. Uh, with that also, yeah. you know, man, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to go from one of these things to something else. Uh, but I'm totally lying because I have to keep going. I can't stop. Yeah. So I don't know what's next for Hyper. And all this, I live here, so you'll probably see me. <laughs> take some personal time and do some RPGs of my own. So, <coughs> <laughs> 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 not streaming something and for fun? What? Very excited. It seemed like it they're doing something sexual later. I really just seemed like they're right? doing something sexual. Like, later. I'm going to do some RPG of my own. Hey, you want drugs? Would you like to buy some drugs? I would like to sell some drugs. <laughs> so, just from. Yeah. I was not very successful oh, with that. All of us. <laughs> no! No! To all of you. To all of you. May the, May the force be with you. you. Oh.